welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm one of your host, James Santana, and as always, I'm joined by my kung fu sidekick, Hunter Van Lyrup. It's quack fu to you. Shut up. <laughs> We're brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics on Save in New York. Now let's start the show off with some news. The first off, Amelia Clark is set to start. Uh, to sh- Sorry, when I wrote this, I it said start. <laughs> I <yeah>. changed it. <laughs> I know, uh, but also when I wrote this, it was um, she's not set to start. She's currently negotiating okay. um, uh, for a role in Secret Invasion. And everyone's trying to speculate who it is. I called Spider Woman, but it goes against our story we covered a couple of weeks ago. With the Daisy Ridley, Ridley Sony movie, yes, because Sony doesn't count. But if they're doing it, they can't do it here. But it's weird legal moment. They could use out. the other Spider Woman instead. One could be Jessica Julia. Drew, the yeah. spy, and one could be Julia, and that could be Amelia Clark. Because uh, I think Julia's shorter, and Amelia Clark is a shorter actress compared to Daisy Ridley, who's like True. surprisingly tall. But that's the way to get around it. Yeah, because it's not Spider Woman. It's, a it's not Jessica Drew. Yeah. It's a different Spider-Woman. Yeah. And they can just call her Spider-Girl if they want to get out of the semantics. Plus, then they have their own Spider-Character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we just cracked the fucking code, because we think she's going to be Scroll Queen disguised as Spider-Woman. Yes. And if they go with Julia instead of Jessica, it makes it a little bit it's easier on us. Yes. Plus, the costume will look dope, because it'll be like kind of like a Venomy costume, because yes. black. Yes, it'll be black suit. So, we'll finally get like a look at a black-suited Spider-Man. It works better for spy stuff, which yes. we know Jessica and Julia are. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't believe it. I was like, oh, the other Spider Woman. Yeah, Jessica, makes sense. That she's definitely yeah. gonna be Spider Woman. I mean, she's definitely gonna be Scroll Queen. Yeah, oh yeah. But then, you like, know, but then who are they gonna cast as Spider Woman? Unless it's just Amelia Clark, and then they put green makeup on her, and she looks almost unrecognizable. Like, you can't tell it's Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't know, know that's Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> um, but also, they had someone else um, lined up to play a role in. Uh, I didn't write it down for Secret Invasion, so I don't know. I don't know. But it's not some big I'll list you after. Didn't write it down. You're like, well, I, you're like, fuck them. Well, no, because Amelia <laughs> Clark was the bigger story. Know, because yeah. it, it's like, you don't hire big name actresses and actors Unless you're going to put them in something big. Right. Whether it be... Now, like I said before, is it going to be she's playing both roles, Scroll Queen and Jessica, uh, and Julia, slash right. Jessica? Or is it going to be we're going to get the Daisy Ridley style version where we have someone pretending to be someone like we got in Spider-Man Far From Home? Yes. So, we don't know. This Confusing, is all speculation right now. she's definitely going to be Scroll Queen. Yes. Just call it now. Call it now. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have the Sinister Wars tease from Marvel. Yeah, you this figured week, this one out. Uh, I thought it was an X Men event, no. and I was sadly disappointed. No, we have that. We mean you have that. It's a, it's a two year event. Yeah, crossover with Sinister every- Conquest. Yes, it's a, a complete Spider Man X Men crossover for two years. Hickman, Spencer, get us in there. Yeah, I will do it. I'll do it for for pennies on dollar. We'll do it for nothing. I'll do it for nothing. I'll do it for free. <laughs> well, they can't not pay us. It's got to be pennies. Pennies on dollar. Yeah. Oh, pennies on dollar. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Sinister War it actually starts off in this issue of Spider-Man 64. It's a back-end uh, teaser for it. Nice. Um, also, the, te- the teaser trailer dropped this afternoon. I uh, say something Sinister This Way comes. And it's uh, Sinister July. 6. Yes, it's a Sinister 6. We all kind of figure that out. Um, well, because Doc Ock... Except for we, you. Well, I thought it was Mr. Sinister at first. Yeah. I didn't know it was a Spider-Man event. You said it's teased, and I was like... Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was in the at back first, of I thought it was Dark Ages, because that book, I wanted to come out so... It ain't happening, man. It seems cool. Um, but my, my thing is, like, we know Doc Ock is back as Ock, because mm-hmm. we got the last two issues of Superior, and they ruined everything. I know. We'll talk about it later. And then we know uh, Chameleon Conspiracy's coming up, so yep. that's its own arc. That'll probably lead into the Sinister yes. War. So we'll have, like, Chameleon fail, and then Craven's son that's him now yeah. will show up, and then we'll get the Craven story, and then well, we'll have Lizard, or whoever well, the no, sex so, is in this. It's July. So, really, who it is so it's July. July, we find out. When oh, this no, no, we don't see in this one. Say who the characters no, are? no, you only see one person, and it's tied to Kindred. Well, Doc. Well, yeah, I didn't want to spoil on the show because it's the last page. Well, of... we know Doc Ock is back, is what I said. Yeah, I know that, but uh, we know it's like tied to Kindred. Well, yeah, because of that. But, yeah, you know, we'll get there, which is weird. That doesn't make any sense, and I think it's Nick Spencer. Stu- oh, Nick Spencer. 
I, I like your writing personally. Yeah. Stop with Kindred. Bad character. Go somewhere else. I'm no, you're sorry. Just mad as Harry Osborne. I call it. Like, oh. I don't. Okay, I'm mad that it's Harry because it doesn't make any sense. It makes tons of sense actually. It makes tons of sense after he explained it. Yeah. Initially, when you told it to me, I was like, "That's absolutely absurd." If it's that, I'm gonna be pissed. After reading the arc, it is well explained, but it's very stupid. No, you Kindred should have been just oh nobody. No, Kindred, Kindred should have been so- another clone of Peter Parker. No, Kindred needs no. That's the whole point. It needed to be someone close to Peter, but it was every other everyone's other everyone's options were dumb. It was Gwen or. Uh, Captain Stacy. Yeah, which, like, these are all bad choices. Captain Stacy. I had okay. a better choice. Uh, you could just bet his son Gabriel. It made a lot of sense. Yeah. I had a whole. I told you the whole idea what you could do. They could have done with yeah, it. Yeah, it was the it was uh, the other Osborne. Yeah. Gwen's kid. Yeah, Gwen's kid. That yeah. would, would have been way more, more sense. sense. Like you killed my mom. You're gonna kill my dad. My uncle's crazy. Like, yeah, like make it work. Yeah, and it does. I know, but. Because Harry people, was... I get people didn't like that story and people didn't like... Because it took past. forever, honestly. Well, no, took not, 50 issues. Well, not just this. Not, no, not just this. But I'm talking about the uh, Gabriel story. The uh, Sins of the Past story. Oh, because it's gross. Yeah, because people didn't watch it. It's gross that. and weird. Yeah, no one was going to watch it. But it'd be cool like, to bring him... Like, hey, if Nick Spencer didn't do it, shoot our shot. Shoot, yeah, I would have... Shoot yeah, our shot. I would have done this. But, like, <laughs> I can't wait for the clone conspiracy for Miles, though. That's going to be fun. That is, I'm excited for. Yeah. But yes, you're right. Nick Spencer's 58. No matter what you did, 50 issues is too long to be for real. I said this. They should. We didn't get should, his name until 25. But well, he showed up in issue one. What they should have done is by 25, he revealed to the audience who he was. Yeah, but not to Peter. But Peter, Peter could wait 50 issues. Because you don't. We have, just need to know. Yeah, and then be like, all right, you can see the mechanisms behind the scenes. Like, all right, now we want to see why he's been doing all yeah, this. Yeah, now, yeah, exactly. And him being played, and like that's what you want. It's just it yeah. was bad. So anyway, mm-hmm. so after that. So yes, since we're coming out, we'll probably get in solicitations coming out. Hopefully this week. Next week. This Friday. This Friday. This Friday. Well, who goes first, Marvel or DC? DC was supposed to be out last week. Well, they're late for everything. They're late, now, yeah. So. so it's next week. Speaking of DC, though, go ahead. Flash. We got a movie teaser. It's just a logo, but it's we're excited. It's hyped, we're yeah. excited nonetheless. And they've also confirmed Michael Keaton coming out. Confirmed it. Is going to be Batman. dope. Which means it's going to be somewhat Flashpoint. They said that he's jumping to a different yeah. reality. Which is fine. We knew it was originally going to be called Flashpoint. Yeah. And they changed it to The Flash. Which is cool. It looks good. Which is good. I hope they introduce a Wally style character. Or how about no and just do Snyderverse this and make revive the Snyderverse. <laughs> Restore the Snyderverse. Restore, sorry. I'm down with restoring the Snyderverse. You know. Yeah. After watching that, dude, Ryan Choi, give me an Adam movie, please. Please. Have him search for Ray Palmer in the microverse. Doesn't have to be crazy. <laughs> Stop pitching. He actually, you can go online today, he actually has his pitch out for an Adam movie. Who? Uh, Snyder. Oh my god. Yeah. Snyder. Yeah. I feel like they might give it to him because it's not as big. Yeah, it's actually, it's on, uh, you can read it on CBR. Oh my god. Draw an article. Please god, give it to make it happen. Maybe. Right. What's coming up? We got a bunch of stuff here. I know, it's all movie stuff. Yeah. Well, no, not really. Oh, no. After this, there's no movies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, Aliens to Celebrate their 35th anniversary will have a new tie-in comic. Is it like a one-shot? Is so, it like um, tie-in to this book? No, or is it no. tie-in to like Aliens? Because this is Aliens. No, no. So, I, I wrote as Aliens just as a, as a franchise oh, okay. type of thing. Because gotcha. it's just easier for me to write it out. Yeah. Um, But it will tie into the... Um, comic. It will tie into the, last, the, the movies. The current series as yes. well. Yes. And it ties into the video game. No. No, that's the novel that that's came out. That's the novel that came out today. Yeah. Sorry, that threw me off. Infiltrator. Come yeah. on, so that it threw me off uh, about that. Um, yeah, do you know who's writing it? Or is it just like, they got a tie-in comic, don't worry, it'll come. No, no, they have a, uh, they have, a, everything's all set up to go. Pull it up, doggy dog. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> you're never always, you're prepared, but you're never super prepared. Yeah. That's what we like about you. Yeah. Did you no type Alan or Alien? Alien? I thought you were typing Alan. No, what the hell is wrong with you? Dude, I don't know, man. Come try to find exactly the art that the article has broken down. I'm gonna have to help you. 
I think I put it on. I, I looked. I forgot which Amy side Clark I looked. Clark joins Marvel's invasion. She straight Told up joins you. it. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't joined yet. She's it, currently in final negotiations. That's what it was. Her role, her role is under wraps. Yep. She's joined by um, Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Kingsley Ben Adir. Yes, I know. I don't know who Kingsley Ben Adir is, though. That's a stupid thing. Is he Sorry. one of the other scrolls? So what it is? He might be super scrolls. So here's the, it's Aliens Aftermath number one. That's what's okay, called. Okay, dope. Uh, we double-sized issue featuring all new stories set in the same terrifying universe of Aliens. Duh. The actual take place at Hadley's Hope. Oh, this dude. That's Kingsley. Oh, I never. He's, know, I he's don't definitely know gonna be like a scroll. So um, he's got a good boy face. The action will take place at Haley's Hope and present and present a terrifying possible future for the LV four two four two six, the location of the groundbreaking nineteen eighty six film. Cool. Um, it's been thirty five years since the tragedy of Haley's Hope Colony, but what happened during that ill fated adventure is a mystery. So it's it's tied in like it's kind of a, like a twofold thing. Oh, Benjamin Percy's writing it by the way. Oh, I like Percy. Yep. Oh, and uh, Kingsley's not actually the good guy. It says he's the pro- he's the antagonist, which means... So that's what the cover looks like, but that's not the final Ooh. cover. Ooh. Glow in the dark. Yeah, it's not the final <laughs> cover. He's like a crystal. Yeah, it's not the final cover. Well, yeah, they'll probably reveal what the color is if that's not what they're doing. It might be like the white, like the uh, one on the Infiltrator cover. Yeah, so it's going to we'll be see. like uh, kind of what happened, and like the I guess the early... It's a prelude. It's a prelude pretty much to the Aliens movie. Cool. So... So like kind of like Prometheus yeah. and Alien Covenant and the other third one that we're supposed to be getting still. Yes. Because Disney said they didn't cancel it, but no. they could be lying. So Exactly. Jay, yeah, you want me up the next news? Oh, you said it or no? I don't care. I like Aliens. I'm a I, big honestly, fan of the Alien franchise. I'm actually not, so I'm like, this really? is all new to me. I'm a big fan of the franchise. I haven't seen Resurrection, but I hear that one's poopy. I, uh, I like lore stuff, so I'll listen to and watch videos about lore, about the Alien oh, because it, universe. Because yeah, it ties into Blade Runner, Universal Soldier, and the Predator, and yeah. also like one other thing, but I forget. Yeah, so that's why I... Like, Wayland Utani is like the big, oh, yeah. through, the big through line. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, um, I, I'm big into lore, so. Yeah, so they just announced the second new, in quotes for some reason. Because it's not Cap- new. <laughs> Captain America revealed uh, for the Captain America of, Cap- United States Captain, Captain America, America, that's yes. the book. Uh, with Nicole, right. uh, Nichelle Wright, Nichelle Wright, as the captain of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Yes. Cool. Yeah, again, for that. Uh, the designs are out. We talked about this when they introduced... Gay Captain America's going to be the permanent Captain America. Yeah. Shut up, we know what it is. Yeah, like, like... Each issue's going to cover a new one. Yeah. Why, why do people not listen? Why do people not read? That's the same thing <laughs> happened this, when this dropped. She's yeah, going to be a black say. woman? Yeah, they're like, oh, oh my god. So Misty was, held the shield, doesn't matter. They're like, oh, it's BS. You're going to have a black woman replace it? Goes, replace the gay guy? Like, where, where like, are you coming what from? What is happening? It's, it, the solicits say other Captain Americas, which means Steve, Bucky, Falcon... Whoever is going to go no. visit these other states, no, how or is it just it? highlighting each one? Yeah. So okay. how the main story? I thought it was story, like a like a so travel. No, every the, the story is going to be Steve, Bucky, Sam traveling United okay, States. Okay. Okay. Traveling United States to find the shield because someone stole the shield. The back John Walker. The backstory <laughs> of it is going to be there's going to be a backstory featuring highlighting one of these guys in their county. Oh, but so they'll show up in the issue, and then they'll have like no. They might not even show up in the oh, issue. It's, it weird. Just, it's just a backstory, just highlighting Captain oh. America's impact on the United States. Oh, I don't. like Which that. is fine. I liked it being like they show up and they help them. No, I don't even give a shit about that because it doesn't matter. I know it's people, cool to see. because people will be like, oh, every time they announce a new one, it's, I, it's, it's cool to see homemade Captain Americas. Yeah, that's I what can't it wait is. for the uh, the trans one, the, the transgendered one. It'll happen. 
Oh, they know. Like, it was weird silence for a second, but is it though? It was weird because I wanted to make sure I said the name right. Transgender? Trans? Is that? Yeah, that's okay. how you I want to make sure I'm not misappropriating. I don't want to get in trouble. Wait, what are you talking I don't want to get in trouble. There is none yet. What are you talking yet. About? Yet. I said, I can't wait till they announce oh. one. And then the, the people want... who don't read go, oh my god, they're replacing Captain America. Like, <laughs> they're replacing <stop>. the black <laughs> female Captain America. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what just is happening? Stop replacing them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we just got comfortable with this one. Yeah, like, I accepted it. Like, what is happening? I can't. I want old man cap. Like a legit, like ninety year old who's like, I was around during World War Two, and now I'm here to be captain. Oh, his shield on his rocker. Oh God, no! <laughs> like, ger- like General Geriatric in oh. quotes when he cap lost his uh, serum back in yes. the day. Oh, that'd be great. Another like eighty year old dude. <laughs> Can we not? Can we? Yes. <laughs> oh God, no! All right, what else we got? Ooh, something for you. Yes. One t- one member should not be on this team, but we'll talk about. I guess. So. X-Men have uh, officially announced their lineup for the new series. With cool little teases throughout the week of yes. like little things written by Rosenberg and drawn by... Oh, man, someone else. I'm so sorry. Doesn't matter. Um, you, can watch, you can see there. It's all on their Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, and uh, they. I think someone compiled them all on CBR. Yeah, so uh, what's really cool is this is the new X-Men ish- series written by Jerry Duggan. X-Men number one. Well, it's not, is it new on number one? Yes, new number so one. So they're stopping it? Yep. They're stopping X-Men at whatever and just doing new number one? Yes. Why don't they just make it 20? That's what me and Amber are talking about. That's dumb. That's the one thing that's dumb. Like, Are you sure? I yep. remember reading in the book that it says X-Men 19 or X-Men 20 classified. Nope. I'm one now. That's so stupid. Because 20 is it's tied to Hellfire Galler. Uh-huh. So which after will that, end it, gonna... and then number one will be, instead of just being 21. I know. I said the same thing. Answer the same thing. We all, we're all like, this is dumb. The renumbering is one of the biggest things I, I didn't well, like. Especially if the trades don't add up. Like, if they do 6 and 6 and 6, 20 is going to be a weird number to end on instead of doing 5, 5, 5, 5. Unless they do 5s. Right. Who cares? So, anyway, uh, the lineup's been revealed. It is Cyclops, Scott, Gene, Marvel Girl, Wolverine, X20. The Thruple. They lead the charge. No, Wolverine, X20. I know, it's, it's X23. Wolverine Laura. It's X23. It's from, um, they just got out of the vault in yeah. the most recent issue. Uh, Sunfire. Sink. Was a cool. I didn't know Sunfire was going to be in yep. it. I knew the other guys. And then Sunfire, I was like, he wasn't even on the list. That's cool. Yep. Sunfire, Sink, Rogue, and fan voted Polaris. We knew she was going to win, though. Oh, yeah. I voted for Polaris. Yeah. Are you, if you I voted thought, for Strong Guy. <laughs> if you thought. I thought, I thought like 4chan or Reddit was going to take over and like destroy it and make it like some obscure character. No. That's why I was like Strong Guy. No. And then like it was between the final two were Banshee, Banshee and, Polaris. and Polaris, and I thought Banshee would have won because it was, close. It was re- close. It was very close, so I've heard. Like we haven't heard, but Polaris, she's already in a book. I get it. It's fan voted. I get it. Fan voted. Because it was regardless of what. But Rogue's also in a book. You know what yeah, I mean? Was, Wolverine has his own title. Yeah. Like, it, it's whatever. Well, Laura in this one. Sink is the only one I think that shouldn't be around. So I want DJ from Way of X to be in. Oh, because he's dope. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> about. Find out who he is. He's really cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Idea. We'll talk about that later, though. So. <laughs> Uh, with this team, the only one that does seem out of place is Sink. What does he even do? Sink copies abilities. He's like mimic. But who are they fighting? Or does he copy his friends like Rogue? Like he right. steals them. Right. Does he, he literally steal them no. and they can't use them they like Rogue? They use them, no. he just goes, now I'm Rogue. Like, he goes, I now have your abilities and uses them to their maximum potential. Very so much you think like, it would be cool if they had someone other than Polaris? Because Polaris just does Wanda but green. Well, no. Like, so, imagine if he stole Strong Guy's strength and then just got really buff. Well, no, that's why. Because you, you, you just want Strong Guy. Strong guy. That, that's what your if argument. he stole Darwin's powers and that's why that's, Darwin didn't make it out of the vault? Because he's the character who can never die, but guess what happened? He died? I, I, have to I don't, go think, back to I don't think he's dead. Because no. they would have revived him. Yeah. I, he might just be stuck in there because he's the only one who can withstand it more I, so I than Sink and Wolverine. I have to just go back and, and see. We have it somewhere I, on I the have, shelf, I think. I just have the issue at home. I'm just lazy. Uh, so his exact power set, I will tell you because I know you haven't done this. So his power set is Synchronicity. He possesses an aura which allows him to be him to be in sync with other superhumans 
in the Magnificent City, thereby gaining the powers possessed. Only X Men or killing anybody. Okay, that's a little bit cooler than what I thought, but still, the powers like, ever sinks will fade away. Uh, will will fade if the superhuman he's in sync with leaves the vicinity. So like a thirty foot radius, let's say. Yeah, I, they don't exactly have a number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when sink uses powers, a multicolored aura appears around his body. The aura is caused uh, caused by the energy in his body absorbing and splitting the ambient light surrounding him. When was he first introduced? Was it one of the Grand Morrison Generation characters? X. Generation X. Okay, so with um, Glob and. No, he was in, he was in Next Men, but like no, he Generation was X Generation X, X like nineteen ninety two Generation X. Oh, old school, old school. Yeah, actually I don't even remember Sink showing up in anything was, besides that one issue. He, I was like, who's this? Because he got killed in Generation X. Oh, and then he's just been dead until and then like, the we can revive anyone. The was revived and then uh, killed again, and then Dawn of X revived him. Mm. That's why. Um, but yeah, so having him and Rogue on the team doesn't make sense because they have the same powers but, technically. Yes, but <laughs> it makes sense when you think about it in a militar- militaristic way. In case one of those guys goes down... They can just take their powers. Yeah, the other person can back up the other one. So yeah. really what you're doing is Sink and Rogue act... act besides Rogue having her own abilities. Yeah, Sink she and, stole from Captain Marvel. Right. Which is just flight and super strength. She doesn't have lasers. Right. But what's good, though, is having both of them on the team, it pretty much doubles your team. Yeah, because like you can steal Wolverine's powers. You can steal... Right. I mean, he, I don't know if he can steal the bones, but he can steal the healing factor. Yes, he can steal the healing factor. I don't yeah. think he can, That's the thing that what it is. He can't do uh, physical attributes. He can steal the lasers from Scott's eyes. Right. He can steal Jean's powers. He can steal Wolverine's healing factor. Yeah. Sunfire's fire. Polaris's green energy. <laughs> uh, her, magne- uh, her magnetism stuff. Yeah, and then... And same thing, Rogue, Rogue strength and flight? Right. But they can all, Rogue can also do the same thing, copy everyone's abilities, well, Rogue too. has to take them. Right. So what does help is that in case it does double up your team. So in case if someone dies, like let's say Polaris gets shot in the face, we'll get to that later. I know. Um, he can just go, Polaris, your powers are mine. Well, or if they die, what happens? No, they can just lose power. If they die, he loses yeah. powers too. Okay, yeah. so they can only be incapacitated then. Yeah. Okay. So on the plus side, like, yeah, on the plus side is it doubles up your team. Pretty much, you're doubling your team. I up. would love to fuck with him. If I was like a flying character, I'd be like, Yo, let's hang out. We fly together, and then I just like fly faster, and then he just falls for a bit, and then I catch him. It'd be so funny. Ah! But yeah, so it, it would <laughs> be so it would be like something like that where it's like he can so like it's just, it takes your team of what six? Uh, it's like seven. So One, two, it's, three, four, five, six, seven, it's seven. So it takes your seven and, and triples it if you want to think about almost because with Rogue and Sync being well, there, Sync Sync doubles it. Rogue takes it. She still has the powers, but she has to take them from. Yeah, but it's not it's not that bad though. It's not like back in the day when she knocks you out. Yeah, she fucks you up. Yeah, now it doesn't. She just makes you a little weaker. I think a little bit weaker. She did it to Bloodstone in Excalibur Volume One. Yeah, or two. So it takes a little bit for it, but like again, mm-hmm. it's again you pretty much triple your team with the two of them on there. Yeah, okay. But also now he's he... also he's also the love interest of X twenty three right now. Oh, because they, well, they did spend like forever. They spent like a uh, hundred years in the vault. Yeah, but to them it was what like a no, months. literally like no, literally, not to them. To the outside, oh, the outside world. Was, like, world I think it was like it was like like uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Oh my god. Yeah. That sucks. I liked her with Kid Angel, but then again, Angel's not a kid. So yeah. Gonna... So yeah, no, they they, they they like they're kind of together. That's cool. Yes. It's weird that he gets a pass though. Professor X was like, I feel bad that I stuck you in there for 500 years. Like, oh, God, the things I'm you've sorry. seen. The things you've seen. <laughs> um, but also, it probably will build up to what the vault's doing. So, like, what was even that vault supposed to be? Um, so, you know the Children of the Vault story? No. Children of the Vault are... That, that, oh, that was with um, Nimrod. That was what they were building up in the Powers of X stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, before that, even way before No, no, that. but like, that's what it's kind of... Because that's the future kind of, of the X, Okay. Kind of. So, um, Children of the Vault are... They're actually humans. They have superpowers. They are evolved humanity. They don't have an X gene. Okay, so the, they just self- are afraid of them. No, they, uh, so well, I don't mean afraid. Like they oh were created. They were created. Like... They were created to be 
the next step in human evolution, not X-Men. Which is what they're supposed to be. Well, X-Men. What they, is it what Magneto preaches? Right. Okay. Even though humans will never evolve into mutants because unless you have an X-Gene. Yeah. All the children of the vault don't have an X-Gene. They just have They powers. have forced evolution put on them to evolve into the next stage of humanity. So each generation, they, they go through generational phases. That's all it is. That's aggravating. It's just mutant nonsense. Yeah. It's great Morrison nonsense. <laughs> That's that explains That's a lot. He's like, what if generational powers? That's good, actually. <laughs> this whole run. They actually explain it very well in this issue, the issue, or whatever that 19? is. 19 or 18 of that. Yeah, with the vault it. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, all right. I'm excited. Round it out with the And they also oh, will actually be an Ash Superior team. Yeah, as opposed to the weird Scott and Gene book the one like shot soap th- opera. Well, it's been one. Sh- it really been. It's been a series of one shots, kind of building the geopolitical nonsense of of Grower, yeah. and also kind of like Scott. Which it's, makes it it's honestly, also Ben Scott's oh, yeah. story. It also honestly makes it one of the weakest books. Actually, I sort of asked you about that. They're like, this is what we like that book. Really? Yeah. Well, because the fair the, the Vassies do like it also Superman. Expl- it also out, explains you know? the lore. You're getting yeah, the lore of Grower yeah. that way. Well, all the other think, books are like actiony. Yeah, all the other books. Excalibur is like nonstop stuff going right. on. Marauders and it's a way. It's, like, it's lore stuff, but not of Krakow. It's like lore stuff of the X Men universe now. Mm. You know, each book focuses on one piece of the lore instead, where the X Men book kind of took all the pieces and was like, here, if you want to see more of this, go to this book. Type Maybe of I thing. should hop on that book. Yeah, X Men was good. I'll think about it. Yeah. All right, last two bits of news. We got DC Roundup. We got the final results. It hasn't been officially confirmed, so take this with a grain of salt just in case DC goes, just kidding, we like this better. That's not happening. I know, but I don't want to confirm it just in case they go, haha, just kidding. Yes. We have the four books that are in the final, well, not the final round, the semifinals. Yes. We have Zatanna, King of Nightmares, Robins, Blue Beetle Graduation Day, or Graduation Day Blue Beetle, whatever it was titled, and Superman Ignition. Yep, Superman Ignition. So it beat out Suicide Squad. It, it, it was at 51-49, and then it was 50-50, and then it was 51 Superman, 49 Suicide Squad. Sucks, but honestly, I'm going to read both those books. You suck. I like Suicide Squad, but I would have read both those books. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, honestly, I, I'd read all four of them. Honestly, I thought Suicide Squad was going to win. Because it was even, weird. Even though I voted for Superman. Harley Supremacy. I, that's all yeah. it is. It's Harley Quinn. Yeah. It, that's the only reason why. If that book was more like the current Suicide Squad... It would have it would have been blown away. No, exactly. It but was just like Holly a bunch Quinn, of dudes hanging out. Right. If it was if it was because of Holly Quinn, I I it was close. Yeah. So the current round, the current versus right now, from what it looks like on the actual Going to menu, the next round, yes. is Zatanna's menu. Zatanna versus Robbins. Yep. And honestly, Robbins is gonna smoke, smoke it, it unless there's like a quick pinch hit from fucking Zatanna. Which, yeah. And then it's gonna be Blue Beetle. <laughs> Versus Superman. <laughs> the Beatles gonna get fucking one percent smoked. Yeah, that's who we are. <laughs> Again, unless a swing and a miss, like fucking four chan or Reddit catches on and goes, hey, yeah. Blue Beetle wins. No, I don't think so though. I wish DC didn't put and I understand they were all pitches that they got, but they knew what they were doing with Robins. Who doesn't want a book about all four of the boys just yeah, chilling? Exactly. Who doesn't want a book about Superman and Lois doing weird stuff? Like that's cool. We yeah. want those books. Why put them in a bracket with Lobo and Animal Man? Yeah, like Zatanna, JLQ. Yeah, like, Qu- like those books sound so cool in their own right that they yeah. should have went up against each other as opposed to going up against Superman, Suicide Squad, and Green Lantern, and Robins. Yes, Zatanna did beat Green Lantern, but right, Zatanna is it's not going to It's not going to beat Robins. No, it's not going to be Robins. It's just like I like all the, even all the only book I didn't want to read on there was Eddie Candy. I don't really care for it. Yeah, the Holiday Inc. could have seemed interesting if it was like a weird like Batman Inc. situation. Yeah. But uh, again, the whole thing with this, and, and it, we'll see, and I'll have our full kind of breakdown when this is. Yeah, once over, everything's over, we'll talk about it. Because I kind of show. It, 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 
it may it loses the idea that you actually have a choice in this. But, but you don't. But they're like, we're doing Superman. But the but it was what it is. Look at the bracket, how the brackets were lined up. Yeah, it was Superman and Robins. If they won, they'd be in the finals. Yeah. They set it up where like we have the two books. They were literally at the bottom. Yeah. Like if we have the two books, we know what's gonna win. They'll fight each other, and then we'll have an actual choice, and then maybe eventually they'll pitch both. But they have uh, they, these are all actually pitched by actual creative teams. Oh yeah, no, I'm not like, saying all not, real books. I'm not saying DC uh, pl- implanted fake people. But I'm what they did, like, but what they did was they, they lined them up it. perfectly enough to where they knew who was going to win. Yeah, at least in the final two. Yeah, they're like, we have these two. They'll never touch. They'll meet. They yeah. have. The, well, it's it's a way that tournaments get set up where they have the powerhouses never meet until the finals. Right, of course. So then nothing. So then nobody just like smokes each other throughout the whole. Right, thing. which is fine. Yeah. You know, again, that suicide that could all change with that Suicide Squad vote. Yeah, Suicide Squad did. Yeah, it, it squeaked out. All everything was like 60-40, like, yeah. and then it was like fifty-fifty basically. Yeah, it's like what? It was a complete blow. It was yeah. like everything was blowouts except for this. So yeah, this so could that could have been a flip. Of, DC was like fuck, 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 fuck. Like we don't want to do the Suicide Squad buck shit. No, this is what it is. <laughs> Uh, and it was like it would have been like Harley Suicide Squad. It would have been like classic because it would have been Harley doing dumb stuff. Everybody gets killed each issue. Yeah, with a five issue miniseries, everyone gets killed yeah. except for like one guy maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited for any of these books. I know Robbins is gonna win, but I'll read any of them. I need a better Blue Blue Beetle story. Not that the oh, Rebirth yeah. one was bad. I just need no, I more. We didn't really get a f- like a finite ending. No, we didn't. And he doesn't show up enough in books. He should be in Teen Titans Academy. Or in Young Justice, for example. Like, he needs to be in something. He yeah. needs to do something. And that's the whole thing. Like, and I, I, or if there was a Booster Gold book, put him in there with Blue Beetles. I really think what they're going to do with this is stuff that did lose, they might resolicit down the line. Or but, have another tournament. But like, why, hey, they came back. But why I think they, they did this as is is because what it does is it also gauges wh- kind of what your fan base wants. Yeah. Dude, the Lobo Animal Man book could easily be repitched as a Black Label book. Right. Just increase the, the but horror not, and But the not horror. even that. Like, it doesn't, I'm not saying no, you have to. I'm saying it could be. What I mean is like, like Animal Man one scream but what, Vertigo. But what I mean is, for example, like it just shows you where your audience kind of wants. Yeah. Your audience doesn't want all this other stuff. This just is wants Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad. Like, yeah, they want... Yeah, they, they, that's why we have 10 Batman books a month. Well, that's exactly the point. That's the whole thing. Like It just shows you kind of what the audience wants now. But also, yeah. again, you gave us some kind of... If that JLQ was not titled JLQ, it was just called Just League, whatever. It's titled Just League Queer. It's People sh- were like, meh. But if it was titled like Justice League Nexus of Realities, people would be like, "What?" And then it's like Midnight or an Apollo right. with Stormwatch and other gay superheroes. Yeah, like you could have like done Alan that. Scott style. Like, yeah, you could have done that instead yeah. of. Again, it looks like it's forced pairing. Exactly. And Justice automatically like forced. Yeah, it, it immediately turns people off from voting for that, yeah. even though this it, it's the, a pandering title. It's not a bad idea. They, uh, the they, they interviewed the writer who was supposed to be writing that book. I feel like it was Steve Orlando. It was on. Uh, no, it wasn't Orlando. <laughs> I, I forgot who it was. It was on Bleed Cool. And I, I read the article. I read the article and the guy was like, "Yeah, it was kind of a thing I wanted to do." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you again, named it, it such you named it poorly. It's a bad I feel like name. he didn't name it that. No, that, that's I feel like it was DC going that, call it Justice League Queer. Yeah, instead of calling it like Justice League, like Superman Ignition. Why not just call it Superman and Lois? You know what I mean? It's called Superman and Lois Ignition. Oh, well, um, and the thing is, just Superman. yeah, but also. Think about it this way: it'd be like calling, it'd be like Justice League Black, like it's the same, and all black characters, Justice League. Like, that's awful. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really bad. You're right. You're right. It's really bad. Yeah. It's, it's a it, bad. They're not calling the next Batman the Black Batman, right? Or Batman Black Sun. Yeah. They're like, calling it Next Batman I mean, Second Sun. Yeah. And like, <laughs> that's my whole point. Like, black Sun. <laughs> like that's my whole thing. Like, why would you call your book Justice League Queer and have it only gay Justice League? It doesn't make Dude, sense. It's like calling Spider Man Miles Morales Spider Man the Black One. Yeah, like, that's not cool. Like you don't. Like, it's you, weird. You, it, you, seems you, it seems forced. It seems forced, and automatically you're going to get people 
that even are even in that community yeah. turned away from it because it when looks you announced like the title game. to me, I was like, when yeah. you read me the synopsis, I was like, let's go. The synopsis like, sounds, sounds good. Dope. But the problem is, and I say this all the time, just because characters are gay, that should not be the definition of that character. And that's what the definition of the team was. Right. And it's, that's, that's why not it good. Lost, honestly. That's not good. Yeah. But you'd have a, a probably gay team. But that shouldn't be like, and they're also all gay. Dude, oh, imagine Midnighter, Apollo, Ray, Alan Scott, I'm blanking on other queer characters, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, they could have showed up, who cares? It happens when you're on the spot, yeah, but exactly. yeah. One of the Doctor Fates, I feel like. No, it would be, the team probably would be um, Midnighter, Apollo, Batwoman, Batwoman. Harley Quinn. Batwoman. Um, Forgot about Batwoman. Ray. The Ray. Oh, the Ray. The oh. Ray. I just thought Ray Palmer. I'm like Ray. I'm like Ray's no, not the Ray. Gay. He's you know, just like, laser. Yeah, I'm like Ray's not gay, and I'm like <laughs> uh, Obsidian. Obsidian uh, Jade. No, Jade's not gay. Oh really? No, no, no. Um, about them. Wonder just... Woman. Any, 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 any Amazon woman. at that point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not to be that guy, but, but anyone yeah. but Donna. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Ca- is Cassie the blonde one? Yeah. Maybe not her. I, yeah. I don't know her story. I think she like likes Superboy, or she did. Oh. Yeah, she dated her. She dated Tim and Connor. Not a cool, not a cool vibe right there. They, don't be dating the same people on the same team. Don't do but that. yeah, it could be like we could have made that team. It's like that's yeah. my whole point. Like it's not. I think the concept Rick. is good. Rick. Yeah, Rick. but it's like you could have done a better concept. But the problem is like oh, it's an all gay Justice League. It, put it in any other context, it sounds bad. And all Asian Justice League doesn't work. Justice League. It wasn't called Justice League of China. It was called New Superman. And then right. it was originally Superman and the Justice League of China, which is fine because it's the Justice League of that country. Yes, it's not Justice yeah. League of gay. Like. Yeah, like it wasn't. <laughs> It wouldn't like they, it's the, that's the problem. Like you can't go just like oh well we do Asian just like just like Asia and it's all Asian characters and like that's it's, a, like it's, it's the bad. Agents of Atlas. It's not called Asians. It's not called Asians of Atlas or Agents of Asia. It's yeah. called Agents, Agents of, Atlas, of Atlas. And it just happens to have all Asian right pan Asian characters. There's a way to do it. Yeah. And the problem is with this, this was not going to be the right way to do and it. I feel like like I said, it wasn't the guy's no. It wasn't the guy's name. I feel no. like he was like Justice League. Whatever title. the story like how um, Zdarsky's book is like Justice League. Last ride. Last ride. Yeah. yeah. It would have been just like whatever the yeah, storyline. Yeah, but they were called Justice Queer because they're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, because DC doesn't know, right? And, just and it's not even really DC. I feel like it's some of the like it's editorial. It's, editorial. it's marketing. Like, so it's marketing. Yeah. It's marketing. They that does that. They're just like, it says queer. People will vote for it. It's like, like no, no, you need to have a because it, tur- it turns everyone off because it immediately goes. It's not everybody. I know a lot of people were saying right. that it got canceled and like that it got dropped. But people, I don't know if we're debating this for longer than anything I know. And, like, <laughs> it's just. When I saw that, I was like, bad name, good pitch. Yeah. And then you get other people, you get also the old people yeah. who are like, the X-Men can't be gay. It's yeah. like that whole thing where it's like, we can't have a gay Justice League. Yeah. It's, it's not like, like they're turning Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman right. into gays. That sounded bad. That sounded into bad. Into people of the uh, LGBTQIA++. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's just... It's, just, it's a bad... Wrong. It's a bad... Wrong. Yeah, it's exactly. It's bad marketing for a good pitch. And the problem is, that pitch is dead in the water because of the name. Unless D- DC goes, oh, that's why they didn't like it? Okay, we changed it. That's the thing. Hey, DC, if you're listening, change, change the, the name. name. Change the name. Change the name. And again, making it whatever, too... Whatever they're doing, change that. Oh, it's not like they're going to be doing gay stuff. They're doing whatever the they're doing. That's the whole, it, 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 Just like Source Wall. Yeah. Just like War of the Realms. Like, okay. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. Like, that's the name of the book. Next is the reality. Happen, that's pretty cool. They that's happen, fancy. Yeah, but they just happen to be gay characters. Yeah. That's fine. But the moment you were like... Justice League queer is like, alright, cool, just think, again, just think about it, any other term besides sexuality. Justice League black, and it's all black people. Justice League yellow, it's all Asian people. Okay, don't- I'm just, I'm, you know what I mean, though. How bad does that sound? Justice League red, and it's all Native Americans. Right. Like, so how work. bad that sound. It sounds how really bad. How bad that is. And it doesn't matter what the pitch is, because people will say, you're kidding me, right? I'm not getting this for a team of all ex-minority 
spot because they're forcing you people to read it and it sounds bad mm-hmm. because those people are characters that need to be shined a light on especially if it especially if it's gonna be older uh, characters that already existed within the universe not like all new characters I like, wouldn't want it like with how all new, um, characters. new warriors was gonna be right I wouldn't like, want like, here's that. new characters like why yeah, Give we me... don't need all new Justice League no. members you it could sounded be... like I mean I don't think it pitched us the team but it, it sounded like it was just a bunch of characters oh, yeah and I'm like that's the whole thing yeah, let me just look it up real quick. Just yeah, I don't think it. they ever posted up an actual picture because they only did that for the second round, guys. Yeah, because they had like the final art being made. Yeah, I'm just like, ugh, it's just, uh, it's just so bad. <laughs> the bleeding cool article: DC lets readers vote to publish Justice League queer or not. Such a bad title. They, they're clickbaity a holes. Oh, Justice League queer could still happen despite fan loss. Well, yeah, it will though because it, it... people think it might go on um digital only, a uh, digital first. JLQ, bad name. So it's a bad name. Who's on the team? They don't tell you. Volumes of a... Uh, I'm trying to find the pitch. I can't find the pitch. Trying to find the pitch. It's it, it's just so ridiculous. Where's the pitch? Oh. Anyway, let's talk about the Shang-Chi trailer. Yeah. Before I get lost in the sauce of trying to find the pitch. I'm going to still look for it, though. So anyway, guys. Uh, it was a wh- teaser trailer, but it was still like two minutes. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, this is long for a trailer. So guys, Shang-Chi dropped. We are... It's surprisingly way better than what I had envisioned in my mind. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. So, um, the trailer is actually about... What's really cool is it sets up a whole new backstory for Shang-Chi. Because um, he didn't really... He has one, but it's like... It's very different. It's very... It's also like... I it's mean, exp- it's, it's, it looks it's, like it's, he's in New York where he's... Based, California. Uh, he's in the West Coast. It's in the... Like, uh, oh, my God. It's a new... It's like the new book that came yeah, out where he's like just hanging out yeah. in like a Chinese restaurant helping out people and then yeah. like fighting people secretly. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Literally is, what it is. Which is cool. Like, and um, he's like his father or like his master said like, hey, I gave you like 20 years to live your life and now I'm going to kick the shit out of you with Kung Fu. Yeah. And he's throwing buses at him and stuff. And it's cool though because like the tournament set up, like there's a whole mm. uh, tournament around it. Um, It really is cool because it does, and me and Amazon, it's like, he goes, I've never heard of that actor. I'm like, good. Because that's what the, the one major thing I wanted was not a known actor, but an Asian actor to play oh, him. One of the other books was called... What is, no, the Dreamer book's coming out later. Um, yeah. Clark Bull, one of the uh, publicists, said yeah. that he can confirm two of the Justice League queer members, and they were Aqualad and Dreamer. See, that'd be cool. And it was that. That's what they posted up for it. They got one of the uh, cover artists to do it. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. But again, if you actually told us that, was instead of like just saying seven random people, yeah. like again, sell your book better. And don't call it that book. Don't call it that name. It's a bad it name. It says the newest members of JLQ will have featured stories. Oh, yeah, because we got one for each of them. Yeah. Oh, so it was going to spin out of the Pride Anthology and take a lot of those characters from that and make a Justice League. Why'd you say that? Aqualad, Dreamer, Batwoman, Yeah, like, why, Yeah, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> if you, it's so dumb. Shang-Chi. We're on Shang-Chi. Yeah. We've been anyway. waiting for 20 minutes. Shang-Chi. Yeah. So it looks awesome. Uh, the dual flip guy is here, but I guess he moved to California during the five-year time skip. Oh, God. I want to know if Shang-Chi got snapped away. Because there's a lot of, um, because every, I mean, we saw it, Captain, we saw, um, we'll oh see it really... Monica Rambeau get snapped back. Yeah. We hear a lot of them talking about it in the Winter, Falcon Winter Soldier because of Carly Morgan Tiles yeah. and all of her stuff. So I can't wait to see how every movie besides Black Widow goes forward and talks about the blip. Because we know Spider-Man had it and they talked about it and they yeah. made it a funny thing. And then Thor's probably going to talk about it. Yeah, well, you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to, but I don't think they, they said a lot to... of this phase is going to talk about it. Like, Loki might talk about as a, it. It's, as the ramifications of exactly, what happened. Yeah. yeah. It's a fallout of what yeah, happened. So I can't wait Bring to see all like, these people if back. If Shang-Chi yeah. was around, or if he got snapped out for five years and came back, and then it's like, oh, I missed five years. No, I don't think so. I think this is very much kind of like... I was eva- I was eluding them for five years because I was gone. No, I think it's just kind of like, it is what it is. It's just Unless they put like... it at a weird timeline. No, like I think... It's in 2012. No, I think it's really <laughs> it's modern times. It's just kind of a new story. Because it's easier... I'm not to saying do... we have to see him get snapped. No, no, no. See him unblip. I just want to see like him say, 
If he was gone for five years. No, if he held no out for five nope, years. No he was to. in Kung Fu for nope, five years. No need to. Because the reason why they will. No, the reason why I say that they like probably won't right. the reason why I've been right. I've been right this entire time about this episode. Like like the reason why I say they probably won't cover the Billup as a a part of his character is Not because, a part of his character, just like the world he's in. Well it I matter. see how of like like he says, "Oh, this happened." Well, no, the reason or Aquafina says something. Well, like, I was gone for five years, well, and now I'm here because she's the comic. I know, but you don't have to. The reason why I don't think they're gonna bring up the blip at <laughs> all is because Love he's Aquafina. a brand new character. This is not a continuation of anything else. It's a brand new start for a new character. So the problem is, I mean, to, Carly Morgenthau had her own like. But, we were lived there for five years, and then they vacated us. But Falcon Winter Soldier, I know. Falcon Winter Soldier is a continuation of MCU. I know. That's what I mean. I know. So it's more so. The, the, the new entire show yeah. was about like the GCR and everything else. Yeah. He Shang-Chi's a brand new jumping point on the on the MCU. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they can't be like, oh well, what have you been doing? Well, the entire lineup is about what he's been doing these entire years. He's been out living like a rumspringer for kung fu master martial artist, I guess. Yeah. And like living his life, and now he's now it's he's got to come him. back and rule the way the fist or whatever they're gonna do. Like right. How they did in the um deadly hands of kung fu. Yeah. So that's why I think it is. It's yeah. more like. All right, this is why, and there's no need for anything else because the answer is like, oh, why didn't you just help fight the, the heroes fight? Because mm-hmm. he wasn't anything yet. Yeah. And this is kind of what goes back to my X Men theory: is like mm-hmm. you can do stories where the characters aren't involved in things. Yeah. Because they're too young at that point to be involved in things. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks awesome. I like his outfit. It's very like it's way. He said it was plain. I was because like, he's a regular dude. I was like, he's a guy. He has to wear armor so he doesn't get punched in the chest and his heart explodes. Like, like that's like he needs some form of flexible armor. He can't be Iron Fist who walks around in like a coat that is too baggy for him. Yeah, like he's just a dude. Yeah, that's what's so cool about a this. Guy. He's yes, a he dude. He probably has armor, but he's not gonna wear it. He doesn't wear armor. He, he has, has like a he has a flexible suit. It's a gi he wears. Yeah. Well, in the books, gi. he just wears like weird traditional robes. Yeah, that's it. Like this, he's got like somewhat of a padding. No, because it's modern. No, there's no padding on there. That's all. It's pure dude. What? So underneath is like so when he's fighting. It's just a jacket and a t-shirt. Oh, I thought it was like a somewhat of no. like a Kevlar. No, it's just situation. a jacket and a t-shirt. He's oh, wearing. when it's zipped up, it looks like it's like an armor piece. No, like the reason armor, why it looks like... tight is because he has huge jet Because he's ripped. <laughs> he's ripped to shit. Because Simu Lu is uh, fucking ripped. Okay, so uh, we were, I was talking to Ann about it. He goes, oh, I don't know him from anything. I'm like, I do. He's just something from convenience because he left in like, season three. To go do this? To go do this. <laughs> I didn't even know he was going to do that. And well, like, imagine going from Kim's convenience to this. There's actually a tweet. Uh, yes, re- you told me. I showed you the tweets. In 2014, he said, Hey, Marvel, you did a great job with Captain America and Thor. How about an Asian-American superhero? And this was, like, before he started acting. And then in No, 20- he was already, at that point, he was already doing other, like, small stuff. And then in 2018, he's like, All right, now let's talk. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then it's like, he's Shang-Chi. I was like, look at the progression. It's Anthony Mackie level progression. Where yeah. he's like, Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. You'll be Falcon. Okay, I'll be Falcon. I'm Captain America? America what? You know, he, uh... I can imagine, like... I, I was talking about this before he was. It was even revealed that he was going to get the shield. Yeah. Like, when the 2015 book came out. Yeah. Because it was right. It was the year before um, Fa- Falcon Winter Soldier came out. Okay. Because no, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier came out 2014. Not Falcon Winter Soldier. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Where he was yeah. introduced. Yes. Came out in 2014, and then the Nick Spencer run, where he became Captain America, came out in 2015. I think it was Nick Spencer who started that one real quick, or Remender. But we got. Just like oh, imagine seeing his fa- his face when he was like, "I want to be Black Panther. I want to be Black Panther." And then he gets Falcon. And he's like, oh, "Okay, I get to be in movies. That's cool. Falcon's great." And then now he's Captain Fucking yeah. America. That's so cool. He's like shit in his pants. 
there, there's an interview that came out with uh, Chris Evans, and he was talking about how he read the script first and was talking to Sam about it. Uh, See, Sam, pure about, West. <laughs> he's talking to Mackie about it, and he's like, yeah, and then there's that moment where I give you the shield, and he's, he's like, younger than you I give am. me the shield? How old is he? He's 32. So, 2014, he's my age, so 2014 he was like 17. Yeah. Not 17, oh my God. It's, it's seven years ago, so 32 minus 7, 20-something? 22, 23? He was a stunt actor. He was a stunt... Uh, Makes sense why he's a martial it. artist. He also... Um, what did he do before Games Convenience? Okay, so... Uh, I'm curious. Let's do filmography. Yeah. Uh, Pacific Rim, he was an extra. Women's Loser, uh, he was, a, he was a, a role in that. Shang-Chi is his movie. Obviously. Uh, television, he was Nikita. He was uh, like a cop in that. Brought in the gunman. He did like a lot of action pieces. He was in Taken. He played one of the bad guys yep. in the TV show. Yeah, uh, Kim's convenience. He was an Aquafina. Is uh, Aquafina Nor from Queens? Yeah. He was the garbage boy. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He was. He was in uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He just showed up in a little bit of this. Okay. And now he's fucking Shang Chi. Yeah. Ah, uh, the glow up. He yeah. was in a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, it was. I mean, he was bit parts for a while. Like Beauty of the Beast he was EMT number one. Yeah, like again. But, like he shot up. That's so. Oh, imagine. Imagine. That's so dope. Good for him, man. Yeah, he has, a, he has a background in... Uh, and, I, and I love how Disney just loves Aquafina now. They had her in Ryan the Last Dragon. She yeah. plays the dragon. Yeah. Oh, my God. she's I love Aquafina. He dude. was she's a... Uh, he Before this, he was actually has a degree in uh, business. He's a business degree. Nice. And then he was an accountant, got laid off, and then decided to become an actor. And then, like, he's a gymnast and martial artist. Wow, congratulations to him. He was a basketball player. That I know he, that he is. Because uh, he shows uh, he talks about it when he uh, did interviews with King's Convenience. Dope. Can we talk about Mandarin now? What do you mean? He doesn't have rings. He has bands. Yeah. Deadly, was that even confirmed? It was Deadly Hands and Deadly Bands or something like that. That's the original title. I changed it to Deadly Hands and Quack Fu. Anyway. Um, but is that confirmed? The, the rings on his arms? I those are the rings. Okay. I'm calling them bands because they're they not rings. Bands. Yes, yeah. they're rings because they're circles. Yeah. But the rings go on your fingers, guys. Come on. All right. So... It's, it's, it's not like the, the, the deadly chokers. You know so, what I mean? It's not like Mandarin. Not a, uh, so, and it's which, not a guy. It's a title in this one. Yes. Which is really good. Even though they confirmed it in Iron Man 3. Well, not Iron Man 3. No, but like the they confirmed it in 42. that there is a Mandarin. Yes. There was. A, there is and was a Mandarin. Yeah. Now, I guess his legacy kind of lives on. As a title. As a title. Okay. Um, also, his dad that's in the movie, he's playing the bad guy, is actually customized for the MCU. He's the first non-character from the comic book being put into a movie. You sure it's the first one? Yes. Main character, I would yeah, say. Because yeah. a lot of the characters in the Flag Smashers are just guys. Oh, yeah. This is extras. That's what I mean. No, yeah. I don't count that. Okay, okay. I'm trying to make sure because I was like, he's no, the he's... first custom antagonist, you yep. should say. Okay. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, he's the title of the Mandarin, so he's not, but he is. Right. Because Shang-Chi's dad is like just some guy. He's not this. Right. If that, is, even, if that even is his dad, it could be like right. his uncle. Exactly. I don't know who it is 100%. Let's check IMDb. Yeah. if they're related. You continue talking about your yeah. about the rings and the bands and explain more stuff about Mandarin because I don't know much so, about that. It's very different, and I'll do like a probably a Mandarin uh, who's who uh, in this movie when they follow you more. We get closer. Yeah, to we it. get a real trailer. Yeah, um, I love how it's called Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It can't just be called Shang Chi. No, because <laughs> it's, it's extra. Who, yeah, or it's called Master of Shang Chi. Master yeah, of it, it, his father in the it, it's it's his father and a he's also playing Mandarin in this Razor Fist. That's uh one of the fighters. <gasps> Ronnie Chang is going to be in this movie? Yes! Mm-hmm. He's a comedian. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know who Ronnie Chang is. He was in Godzilla v. Kong. He was the guy who uh, talked about the bleach. I know. Yes, dude. Oh, my God. So, they also... Awesome. Um, the reason why, like, his father is actually a mix between the Mandarin and, and Fu Manchu. 
Which was a very problematic Is his character. dad uh, Wen Wu? Yes. Okay. I thought Aquafina's top, top build. <laughs> she's well, like yeah. the main character. I know. Well, she <laughs> makes the most money. I know. Well, because she's the most popular. Yeah. So that's all it is. Um, Mandarin in this version, again, it's a title, not an actual character. And I guess they were, they were grooming Shang-Chi to be the next Mandarin. And he's like, nah, dude, I want to be in Cali. Well, he was just like, no, we well. Do a flip guy. Well, no. He was just, no. Because remember, he's, he let him go. So it's well, kind yeah, of like, he trained him, him and was like, here, go experience the world. Because you're my son, go have a rum sprigger. Yeah. And we'll and bring then, you back in 20 years. It's like, go have fun, but don't become a schlep. Or yeah. we're going to punch you in the face and you're going to die. Exactly. <laughs> Razor fist. Watch. Yeah, so. That's cool. It looks good. Again, I like it a lot. Trailer looks dope. Yes. There's a scene where he's like doing kung fu on a bus and it gets crashed. He's like grabbing people. Oh, it looks like a Spider-Man scene. It looks dope. Yeah, it's so crazy because like it, it, it's because again it's more down to earth. Also, because like he doesn't have powers. No, he he's not Iron ball. Fist. No, he's just really good at martial yeah. arts. He's like Bruce. He's, he's Bruce Lee. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what he's. He's bad. Bruce Lee with some mysticism. To the original, because there is some mysticism based, about him. He is based off of. Sorry, Brandon Lee was supposed to play him in the original version when they wanted to do this movie like back in the uh, yeah Masters of Kung Fu style. Yeah. yeah, back in like the eighties, nineties, they mm-hmm. wanted to do it and they wanted to do Brandon Lee. If they did that back in the day, I feel like they would have had. The Shang-Chi movie come out way earlier than it did now. Yeah, it would, it would have been more like, it would be exactly that. And also it would have been more like, the original version would have been more like, a, in my head it, was, it would have been more like that old school martial arts exploitative yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Um, what the Yeah. Back like, in the day? Yeah. I mean, I do like what, where we're going with this. I do like the mysticism around Shang-Chi. Yes, he doesn't have superpowers, but he's just so good. At, I mean, Hawkeye, Tony, let's be real. Yeah. Um, Fal- Bucky, honestly, before we got to see him. Well, Bucky's super soldier. Well, he wasn't a super soldier until after yes, the first totally. movie. So he was just a guy with a, with a gun. And then, oh my God, besides Falcon with the jetpack, who's the other one? Black Four. Widow. Oh, Did I not it, say Black Widow? No, you didn't. Black Widow. Yeah. She's just a chick with guns. Yeah. And really good at spy stuff. True. He's just dude good with his hands. Yeah, true. I can't wait till like he's hanging out with like his the either Aquafina or the female lead of this who's supposed to be like his girlfriend. It was like, yeah, my hands are registered weapons. Like I can't wait for that line to just be like he's flexing real quick to impress her. Like my hands are uh, registered weapons. Because they savage. can kill somebody. Like, oh, savage. I can't wait. And they go, no, you can't. And then he punches some guy and he dies. <laughs> like one of the bad guys. And they go, because Aquafina is the comic relief. She's going to go, oh, you can kill someone with your fist. Yeah, well, duh. Can't wait. I just watched the movie The Art of Self-Defense. It is so dumb and so good. It's about toxic masculinity. It's good. You should definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. Oh, God. And there's a scene where um, Jesse Eisenberg goes, I killed him with my finger. And he, it's, uh, it's so dumb. Go watch it. God. So, seeing that trailer makes me think, what other characters know Kung Fu in the Marvel Universe? Yes. James, you want to hit us up with some of that yeah. information? So, in the Marvel Universe, we have lots of fighters that are not just superpowered, but we are have characters that have been training their entire lives, or not that long, to become the top martial arts in, in the universe. We're going to be talking about some of our favorites. And they've done a bunch of tournament arcs. They had the newest Iron Fist run, had a yep. tournament arc. And we'll talk about that yeah. stuff. So there are, like, Kung Fu arcs. Or we see different people, different yep. martial arts. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite martial artists and why we think they're, they're what makes them a cool martial artist. And are we going to pitch a martial artist book, or no? I mean, of course we do. Maybe. We'll, we'll try. Do. We'll see. You know we know. I got a tournament arc with Iron Fist, but they already did one. I got to read it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Anyway, so we're talking about our favorite, art, uh, our favorite martial artists. This is in no particular order for anyone. Uh, we're not doing who could beat who nonsense because I hate those conversations. Yeah. But yeah, so Hunter. It's always Batman. It's always, it's always Batman. <laughs> How much prep time does Batman get? None. He'll still win. <laughs> yeah, like zero. <laughs> he can still pull it out of his ass. He's Batman. <laughs> he prepared for the zero prep time. Like, that's not how he it works. He prepared for the zero point. <laughs> can't. Uh, all right, Hunter, who's all right? No protecting order. Who's your number one? My number, first, your first number one. You don't want to know my number uh, one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, your um, first pick. Your first pick. My first pick 
I don't know if it technically counts as martial arts, but I'm going to say uh, Moon Knight. Okay. He has some martial arts background. We've been seeing Oscar Isaac do a lot of martial arts training. Yes. A lot of knife, a lot of stabbing. Yes. He's doing a lot of stabbing. Moon, moonerangs, babies, tap, tap, tap. Yeah. Can't wait, nunchucks. But uh, Moon Knight, Mark yes. Spector, Jake Lockley, Stephen Grant, right. sometimes Wolverine, like, you know, whatever, Conchu. Yeah. Um, he was an ex-military mercenary man who got stuck in the desert, and then Conchu revived him, and now he praises to a creepy moon god, and he knows Kung Fu. Yeah. So, so now it's just, not just Kung Fu, it's more like martial arts in general, more like MMA. Yeah, he's so a little bit more brutal. He's a mixed martial artist. Um, really comes down to the fact that... Uh, it's mercenary training because they all have hand-to-hand yeah. all some sort of... It's like Metal Gear Solid. You gotta yeah. know how to fucking take somebody down. Some sort of hand-to-hand CQC. combat. Yeah. Close quarters sort of, combat. Yeah. Some sort of hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, his actual training and whatever... Whatever what you think is divine. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you think is divine. Yeah. Divine enlightenment or whatever. I can yes. fight wolves. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, Moon Knight is definitely up there. He's got great stories. A lot of right, action-heavy so, books. And the new one coming out by Jed McKay looks really good. They released a couple panels recently. What Fire. What would be one of your favorite fight moments from Moon Knight? Um, the stuff with Jeff Lem- the Jeff Lemire and the Declan Shavely run. No, um, whatever run we just picked out because it's, like, popular right now. The book oh, over. Warren Ellis. Uh, yeah, Warren, the Warren Ellis run. There's a issue, I think, issue three. It's called the Ghost House or something. Uh-huh. But there's a scene where he's fighting these dudes all the way up a house. Okay. And it's like the hallway scene from Daredevil where he's, like, kicking dudes through doors, punching them up the stairs, throwing them down the stairs, kicking... It, it's really cool. It, in the, it's set up, like, the whole page is, like, the building. Okay. And it's, like, he's going up the stairs, and, like, it's really cool. Okay. That's definitely one of the better ones. Definitely check out the uh, Warren Ellis run. Despite what you like about Warren Ellis or what you don't like about Warren Ellis, it's still a really good Moon Knight run. And the Jeff Lemire run, too, where he's uh, crazy in the um, the pyramids. Okay, and yeah. And he's fighting everybody to get out of there. Not really martial arts, more like survival, but still. Yeah. Check out any, anything Moon Knight. Cool. Bendis run was great. But yeah, if I had to pick one issue, probably, I think it was th- I think it was Just three. one moment. Two or three. You have to pick up one issue. No, it was issue two. Or, I forget what it was. Yeah, it was just two matter. Yeah, where he's fighting up a building. It's cool. really cool. Awesome. And he's not even Moon Knight. He's Mr. Knight, where he's got like the suit on. Yes. So he's like rolling up his sleeves and like taking his coat. It's really funny. It's really good. Nice. Yeah. So what's your th- number three slash? You know. All right. So one of my my one of my picks is actually going to be Mr. X. He is a mutant. Uh, first appearing in Thunderbolts. No, actually, I lie. I actually sorry. I remember him a lot from his Thunderbolts. Let's we'll talk about it. So Mr. X is a mercenary slash mutant. Uh, who actually is a minor telepath and has a fascination with death because the day his powers uh, kicked on, this woman had a car accident in front of him and he died in her mind. He, he was connected to her for a second and when she died, he felt it. Which actually triggered his... That sounds dumb, but okay. <laughs> well, no, the same thing happened to Jean when her friend died. When you're psychic, your powers kick on and you're someone that you know dies in front of you, you get their last thoughts in your head. It's like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> so that he, it, it grew his fascination with death. He ended up actually, uh, because of that, he Mr. became, he ended up becoming a fascinated with death and enjoying, in turn, joined the military uh, and became a, a, one of the most prolific fighters in the Marvel Universe. Is it this guy? Yes. This Johnny Cage looking motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, he looks so edgy. Uh, he, later on joins, he later on joins Norman Osborn's Thunderbolts team. and whomst. Huh? Does he take up an alias or is he? No, no. So remember, at the point, the Thunderbolts. When I say normal Osborn's team, I don't mean Dark Reign. I mean when he was so Green Goblin. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like Burn the house down oh, storyline. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That's, that, that's what it's called. It's called Burn the house down. Oh, okay. It's actually one of my favorite He's Thunderbolts. Introduced in Wolverine One Fifty Nine. Thank you. Yeah. Because um, Wolverine fights him in like this like blood sport uh, tournament type. Man of thing. annual blood sport fighting round. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <Got it right. laughs> um, Who's the reigning champion? He's yeah, because like he's guy. a savage. His name is Block. B L O K. Yeah, I don't. Remember his actually I know his, his alias is Mr. X. Uh, he later uh, be, joins the Thunderbolts as Scourge, um, 
because no one knew who he was. Everyone thought it was going to be Nuke, um, but it actually ended up being. Uh, uh, I'd be cool if it was Nuke, but yeah. Ended up being Mr. X, and he. Oh, he was mute. Yeah, he stopped. Oh, no, Block is the bodyguard. I'm sorry. No. It just says his name is also Mr. X. Yeah, so he beat. So one of my favorite moments with him is he's on the Thunderbolt team and they finally reveal who he is. And the Thunderbolt's like, oh, no. And he wrecks the entire team. Really? He's just like, like, quick strikes and shit. Like, goes down the team list and is like, get out of my way. <laughs> he's like, I am the best fighter besides Wolverine. Because he was, um, he was there, like, kind of as a plant for them yeah. to watch them. Um, because at the time it was, He's, like, um, kind of a good guy? No, no, because at this time, remember, they were actually sanctioned by Tony Stark as a team. Oh, yeah, like Suicide Squad style. Yes. Where it's, like, the rich guy has, like, the power to blow you up. Right, well, it was because, uh, remember, this was during the, the, the 50 States, 50, 50 States Initiative. And I forgot what state they were. A superhero in 50 States or something? Or yeah, a team in 50 that's States? That's what state, the 50, yeah, yeah. The 50 State Initiative is. Uh, or the, just to call Because the they can't all be in New York City. So yeah, they uh the Thunderbolts ended up being a team and that's uh that's what it was. And Mr. X was Scourge and that entire burn down that was really that entire run is awesome. The burn down uh, uh, um, Cage, An- cool. Cage Angels and Burn that Burning Down the House is the the arc he's in. Yeah. And he's a savage, messes up everybody and, they, and again, you don't know who he is. And as my first introduction to that dude, I'm like, what other books was this dude in? And then you go back, he's like, Wolverine fighting tournament. Of course, of course. Like, of course. Like, I explain- <laughs> Your least favorite character has this guy in it. You're yeah, like, like motherfucker, I gotta read it. <laughs> but no, it was good. I like his storyline a lot. Again, he's uh, more of a quick strike uh, quick strike um, style of fighting. So it's not like these big, brawling, like, long-ass matches. It's like... He's like, done, done. Point, yeah, fresh yeah. point uh, blows and stuff like that. Mm. It's really cool. That's dope. I'd like yeah. to see him be show up in uh, Shang-Chi. But oh he's a mutant, so they can't say it. What if that's the guy they get to bring mutants into the fucking MCU? Right. They get Mr. X. Like, all right. He just fight. Uh, there's probably going to be somebody in the tournament. Because like in the cast list, there's only six guys in the cast right now. And one of them is labeled as pedestrian. Yeah. So not everybody's been shut up as a teaser. What if one guy is someone who looks suspiciously like Mr. X, but they just don't say anything? Because he got the tattoos. He's Johnny Cage sunglasses with the ponytail. And you're like... <gasps> And then he just gets shit stomped in in the first like yeah. fight, and you're like, oh, of course, Mister X though. Oh, that'd be. F- oh, I want him to be the MCU tie-in now. Like. The, the, Mar- the mutant stuff. <laughs> so dumb. My mutant power is kung fu and no, his mutant power. No, his mutant power is telepathy. Sorry, yeah. And that's it. Which also makes help some fight. He's played by Keanu Reeves. My mutant power is kung fu. Keanu Reeves is coming to the MCU. Oh my God! Let him be Mister X. <laughs> He's John Wicksamall. <laughs> oh my God, dude! The head cannon right now is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. All right, before we get stuck on that, what if he's new Iron Fist? Uh, let's get. Let's hop to my next martial artist. Which spoiler alert, it was Iron Fist. I like him a lot. A lot of his. It's cool because he's not your typical martial artist, no, similar to Mister X yes. or Mark Spector, where he's not like Bruce Lee. He's right. not, you know, the normal guy you'd think is gonna. He's the ability. He's basically Iron Man if he got stuck in a mountain instead of in Iraq, or at least that's his new origin. Right. It's this random ass white guy named Danny Rand showing up, uh, taking a plane trip over like Mandapore, and then he gets shot down. Come on, gets shot down. He's in the snow. He f- ruffles his right through everything, and then he learns kung fu by immortal dragon monks with the Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Super cool. His name is Fire. He's got. Oh, he's so cool. You want to talk about our new podcast? <laughs> yeah. I will not talk about it here. We're new podcast. No, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that at some point. So, um, it's not, it's not real, but maybe we'll do an episode. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Iron Fist is just a great character overall. Yes. Ever, uh, if I had to pin down an issue, even his show was okay. As much as issue uh, season one had meh Problems. choreography, yeah. I think 
the Finn Jones did pretty good as Danny yeah, Rand after absolutely. it got out. After the first three episodes, it was like, okay, shut up. We know you're Danny Rand. Mm. I'm Danny Rand. We know who you are. Yeah, we got Go it. Go punch people with your iron fist. <laughs> um, if I had to pinpoint a specific issue, I, I don't really have a specific issue. I haven't read a lot of Iron Fist solo stuff. I usually just see him in team books. Okay. So a lot of that is like him teaming up with Luke Cage. Yeah. So I'd say any Heroes for Hire stuff is really good. I think the most recent run where he has, like, the the black costume on, where Luke Cage looks like a pimp, where he's wearing, like, the suit and stuff, and he fights up against, like, Big Mom. Okay. That's Rome's pretty good. A lot of the kung fu, and that's fun with Iron Fist. Like yeah. I said, anything Iron Fist is good. You can't go wrong. That's he fair. did Sabretooth, which was cool, because that yeah. was his first ever villain. Oh, that was his first ever villain. That Sabretooth's first appearance was in an yes. Iron Fist book. It was. So, Sabretooth Round 2 is on the shelf. It's good. Oh, my God. I'm crazy. The living Iron Fist living weapon. The book that came out by Carrie Andrews, oh my god. That whole that whole saga, 12 issues, is is like fucking nut-worthy. It's so good. It's, um, he has this scene where he's fighting this giant, his father comes back to life for some reason, and he's this giant, immortal, like, robot thing, and he just, like, Kamehameha's with his fist the shit out of him, and, oh, he's jumping around, and he, okay, read that run. He's like, Iron Fist, the living weapon. Let me double-check on that one. That's, I totally forgot about that run. That's what made me love Iron Fist. Where is it? <laughs> I gotta find it. We have one of the two. Oh, I must have sold it. Oh, no, here it is. We sold it. Never mind. Okay. But yeah, no, Iron Fist the Living Weapon came out in like 2015. Oh my god, phenomenal. It's like Mr. Miracle level greatness. Fair. Oh, sorry, I just had a spark. I know, like, what is happening? You were going I remember, in. I remembered, the, I remembered the book. Yeah, that whole entire series is really good. It reinvents Iron Fist, essentially. It does. So definitely check that one out. Oh, I almost forgot about the best Iron Fist book. What's your, what's your second one? My second one is actually Karnak, the Inhuman. Oh, hell yeah. What's really cool about Karnak is that uh, he's actually an Inhuman, but does not have an Inhuman ability. Because um, he actually doesn't, he never went through Terragenesis. That's weird. So he's actually just trained and meditated and learned the art styles, uh, fighting styles of, uh, of, of the Inhumans. And made his own martial arts that's only for Inhumans. What powers does he have? He has, he powers. has no powers. I thought he has like a... No. Like a sensory power. Like no. you can find your pressure points. That's because training. That has nothing to do with actually his I think it was powers. also because I read the um, the Karnak solo run they did when they were trying to make the Inhumans like a thing. thing yeah. um, Zarafano, I believe, was the artist. And he was making it like... He would sit there, Sherlock Holmes, J, uh, Downey style, yeah. sense the fight and was able to like... Pinch, pinch, pinch. Yep. I thought that was his powers. No, he actually has no powers. He's actually okay. just trained in that. Mm, okay, uh, I think Data cool. was radar sense, but cranked up. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, again, he's a quick strike fighter, and what makes him so efficient is that he knows your weaknesses. All your guys are quick strike fighters right now. Uh, yeah. I'm pulling out, like, the white guys. You're pulling out the quick strikes. We're not even talking about Shang-Chi. I know. Um, <laughs> I got two white guys as my other ones. <laughs> Guy. I got two white guys. You got a white guy. Now you got an alien from the moon, maybe. Yeah, like an alien from the moon. <laughs> from the dark side of the moon. <laughs> um, but again, like again, the book you brought up is actually the the book I was uh, using as a reference. Karnak run, yeah. Karnak run. Such a good old. Yeah, Such it's really cool, book. and it actually shows off how actually professional he is as an inhuman. Yeah, despite that book being like meh in sales, it was really it's really, a really good. good. Book. It's a really good book. What was it? Uh, which, who wrote it again? Uh, I don't know who was the writer, but the artist was um Gerardo Zaffino. I, I think we have it. I think we have it on the shelf. I, I think we might. I don't think so. No, no, we don't. No, yeah, we don't. No. But no, that's... Hey, a, start with kick-ass. Yeah, no. Um, but no, I recommend that. If you want some cool, like, 
one a great martial arts book and um, with, a, with, with a little bit of sci-fi in it. It's yeah. actually a really cool book to check out. So yeah, it's Karnak. It's him, it's him, because it was when they're trying to introduce all these Inhumans. It's him and Phil Coulson finding this Inhuman family because their kid got kidnapped because he's got powers and that's yep. when the Inhumans were trying to like, uh, Lash was trying to like steal Inhumans to become the evil Inhumans like yep. X-Men style. Yep. So it was kind of around that time. Yeah. 2016? Something like that. Right after Iron Fist, they were like more Kung Fu. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> check that out. And who's your number one, Hunter? You reminded me of this. Yes, I, I totally forgot. I would have probably thought about it on the spot. Yeah. If you know by the title, if you know by my stupid quip at the beginning, the master of quack-fu, Howard the Duck, dude. I totally forgot about his quack-fu. And I mention quack-fu all the time. Oh, yeah. A customer actually walked out because I talked about quack-fu. Because <laughs> <laughs> you told me, um, what was his name? One of the Bobs came in here. Oh. And you were like, Hunter actually likes... Fucking Howard the Duck and Quack Fu, and he was like, I have to go. Yeah, I forgot. What, oh my god, I forgot what I told <laughs> you. He lost that. respect for the store because of that. Yeah, good job. <laughs> oh, Aunt's friend Bob, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was just. <laughs> yeah, and Howard the Duck. Can't go wrong with any of his Quack Fu. Um, I don't really know, uh, like I said before about Iron Fist, even though I did was able to pinpoint one later on. I can't really pinpoint a good issue of Quack Fu because I haven't read all of the old stuff yet, which is when the Quack Fu stuff was like of the whole thing. Yeah. But I remember I read the Zdarsky run, and there's a uh, scene where he's fighting. Um, I want to say Galactus when he becomes a Silver Surfer, and that's really cool. Okay. He talks about Quack Fu a lot, but that Chip Zdarsky run was mostly like How the Duck having an existential crisis. Yeah. He was like, I don't know what I am because I'm a duck. <laughs> it's pretty good. Fair. And then the book Howard the Human was funny. During Secret Wars, they had a one shot called Howard the Human, and he was the only human in an animal world, and he did some kung fu in that one. He called it kung fu because you know he's, he's, he's a human. But uh, yeah, Howard the Duck is my favorite. Obviously, it's a joke. It's funny. Ha ha ha. Uh, Quack Fu. Quack Fu. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I, you know I have a, a million Howard the Duck stories. Old Man Howard, I'll get it out eventually. That's so good. Well, the old man stuff is now like... A thing. N- well, it's not, no, it's like done now. Oh, yeah. They did Hawkeye Quill. They did Avengers of the Wasteland. Now it's dead. A couple years from now, they'll bring it back and I'll shoot my Howard the Duck story. <laughs> What do you got for your number one? And so why my, is it Fat Cobra? <laughs> why is it it's not Fat Cobra? Um, so my number one is a tie. Um, really? Yes. So I t- because because we were whitewashing it too much. You got to pick no two characters. No, I have a tie for two characters because of it goes back to New Avengers, and what really got me really super into like reading like singles, going out to find singles. Um, so New Avengers. The reason why I say this tie because. Both these characters are in that New team. New Avengers. Time. Yes. Moon Knight. No. You gotta, you gotta throw Moon Knight at me. He no. was a New Avengers. No. So it's gonna be Daredevil. Oh duh. And Echo. Okay. Because she was like, Ronin at the time. I was gonna say that's not a white guy. No. Everyone else <laughs> was so bad at this. We didn't even pick Shang Chi. Because he's not my top. I know. He's it's, got it's a, all personal. This is personal. He's got a, I know it's personal. He's, he's got a lot personal. of great. He got a lot of great stories. Yeah, though. but it's also personal. We're not, this isn't like a ranking who we think all the best. These are all personal picks. No, so exactly. who cares? It's just um, funny that we didn't pick him. <laughs> yeah. Um, reason why I like Echo a lot because she was Ronan at the time. Yeah. When I, when I, when you didn't I know who she was at and first. Yeah, so yeah. she was well, dope. Knows. And Daredevil, the reason why I like Daredevil because I like his, uh, his uh, radar sense. And his mix what? of boxing? His mix of boxing and martial arts. Was dead. So I like the it's MMA dead. style of like fighting, but even when he's in the pinch, he'll back, he'll back down into boxing as it's like last resort. Yeah. And why I like Echo a lot. Because boxing is a lot of like struggle fighting. You're right. like in the backed up yeah. position against the wall and you got to like fight your way out of it. Exactly. That's very Daredevil, very Irish. Also, what's cool is that Daredevil's blind and Echo's deaf. <laughs> yeah, they're the best friends. Yeah. Which um, actually, best friend. It was really cool for her is that uh, it's all, again, it's not, her, she doesn't do precision striking. She's a traditional martial artist. Yeah. Um, but also, she's more proficient in weapons than Daredevil is. Yeah, she uses swords and stuff. Yep. Running, and then she's going to be in the Hawkeye show. And yep. then she's potentially getting her own show. Which which I don't like she'll be in the Hawkeye show because I don't like her as a child. 
She's not really a child child. She's probably the same age as Haley's Kate Bishop. And oh, Haley's yeah, probably going to be like 18, 19. Okay, that's fine then. Yeah. But yeah, so I like Echo. Because Haley's as old as me, I think. In real life, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Echo and Daredevil, all my ties. Um, For Daredevil, check out... Um, anything. Anything. Check Daredevil. out the hallway scene from season one. one for Daredevil's show. <laughs> so um, good. <laughs> if you want to check out some cool Ron- uh, Ronin stuff, it's really Ronin. Uh, check out New Avengers for Brian Michael, uh, from Bendis' run. Oh, uh, the early stuff. That's yes. really, really cool. Before she gives up the mantle. Honestly, Daredevil Bendis, uh, anything. And Daredevil Bendis, too. Even Frank Miller was pretty good. Uh, yeah. The Chips Zdarsky stuff has been pretty fire. Yeah, so... I say fire anything like I'm a millennial. Da- yeah. uh, anything Daredevil, anything Daredevil. Uh, and then New Avengers uh, for Echo, if you want to see some cool rolling and stuff. Also, um, you can see her in um, Bendis' run on Daredevil. Because she was in that, too. That's when she first gets introduced. Alright. So that's where you can see her as like a fighter against Dan- against uh, Matt. Alright, awesome. Now, yeah. do you have a pitch yes, for I any do. kung fu stories? So, um, I always kind of assumed, I always like tournaments, I always like Dragon Ball Z, so I like tournament style stuff. Um, so I always picked out um, whatever it would be. It would be kind of something similar to a um, like a blood sport, like a Mortal Kombat type of thing, where the best fighters from Earth are taken off into space, mm-hmm. and they have to fight like Representatives of other galaxies and they have to fight like you Gundam. You can throw a Gundam at me. No, no, no. <laughs> so they have to go. They would have to go up in space and fight a bunch of other martial arts from space. So you see, like, like That'd three of Earth's greatest fighters having It'd to be go. Iron Fist, Shang Chi, and Echo were Daredevil. Yeah, and then they'd go up into or Fat Cobra and go up in there and fight. Yeah, other they fight aliens and they're the Earth's representative and whoever loses tight. and whoever loses their 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 plan gets destroyed. Very Dragon Ball style. Yeah, of course. Very Dragon Ball style. Mine is an Iron Fist pitch. It's an ongoing. I only have the first arc planned and kind of like a. Okay, you'd have to go this hard and do it. No, 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 no. Okay, so my first arc would be called Sold Like a Dragon. Kind of like. You have to go into this. No, that's literally a sentence. Danny Rand is hired to rescue a young boy's father after he's kidnapped in Japan near Kunlun or near China. I don't know where Kunlun's located exactly. I'm very bad at this. And uh, Iron Fist travels bet. there to find him, and he ends up fighting a giant dragon man. Not dragon man, a dra- person who's like possessed by some dragon demon thing from ancient Chinese mythology. It's I'm going to go very like I'm going to look into a lot of the heritage and the lore and stuff on all the Chinese mythologies. I like that actual like pitch. You're not actually pitching. I'm actually boss. pitching Marvel. Hit me up. And then, um, <laughs> and then Ish Arc Two would be Ink and Blood, where he fights paint ninjas. So he can't like he like kills them and they explode into paint, and then it's like a whole. I got inspired by the Muse storyline nice. from uh, Daredevil. So yeah, that's my Iron Fist pitch. Nice. It's just him. It's just him doing kung fu stuff, you know, Iron Fist stuff. Yeah. All right. Now, <laughs> anything else you have to say before we move on to our books of the week? No, that's really it. All right, let's get on with it then. So, so books of the week, Hunter. You want to start with your book? I'll start this with week? mine. It is kind of Magnolia, kind of not. It's Magnolia, but it's part of his Outerverse, which is like loosely tied to yeah Hellboy. It is from Dark Horse Comics. Um, it is Kojikaru. And uh, Kojikaru, the Skinner, is written by uh, Christopher Golden and Mike Mignola with art by uh, Peter Berting. It uh, takes place in the invasion of Poland in 1938, but it's getting invaded by witches. And this little girl named Karina, she is going to be the new embodiment of the ancient witch hunter. It's kind of hard to figure out here because I think... Kojikaru, this is like a sequel series of sorts. Okay. So it's hard to tell if this is um, a pre-established lore thing that Mignola put out. I haven't read all the Hellboy stuff yet. I'm still pretty far behind. Okay. But I want to check this out because I like Mignola. And uh, so she gets, she becomes the new possession, the, the, the new host of 
uh, Kojikaru the Skinner, and they're basically like a ancient witch hunter that just, you know, hunts witches. And that's uh-huh. this whole thing. It's very action-heavy. The art's a little on the eh side, personally. Right. I'm a Mignola fan, and this is very Mignola-esque, but I feel like the faces are very weird. Okay. Everything else looks phenomenal, though. Like, the, the scene work is good, and the direction's really well done. But a lot of the art is just, like, 50-50 for me. Some pages look awesome, some pages don't. Because there's a couple scenes where uh, Kojikaru is, like, transparent, and there's other scenes where they're a physical being. Yeah. So it's hard to tell if they're, like, a possession or if they're not. It's very up in the air okay. on what's going on. But overall, it seems really cool. It's only a two-issue miniseries, but that's very Mignola. He does, like, little stories that all lead up into one big thing. Yeah. I would say definitely check this out. Um... I'm going to give it a three and a half. Oh, okay. Because I don't know if it's new reader-friendly or not. Because I was reading this and I was like, is this pre-established? They don't really give me too much of an explanation. They have kind of explanations going on with like the world around them with um, the Journal of... Oh God, what's his name? Lieutenant Alexander Garou, who's like um, just a bystander in this. Okay. And he's seeing like all this stuff happening. So he's just like, hey, this is the Journal of Me. There's a lot of stuff going on. I don't really know what's going on. Because, like, some of them, some of the soldiers learned magic to fight the witches. It's in, like, one of those, like, okay. World War II-y eras where it's like, Hitler used magic to fight the U.S., so yeah. the U.S. had to learn magic, too. Yeah. So I'm only giving it a three, 3.5, which is actually not a bad okay. rating yeah, if you think about it. It's like a 7. Yeah. But uh, because it just doesn't seem as new reader-friendly as you would have liked it to be. Because you're reading it and you're like, I'm confused on this Kojikaru thing. But like I said, I'm not caught up on Hellboy. It could be a pre-established character in Hellboy that they're spinning out into this. Or since it's Tales from the Outerverse, it could be something from his other stuff outside of Hellboy. Uh-huh. I don't really know 100%. So, That's right. It's a good book. Art's a little 50-50 if you're not a big fan of Magnola. Okay. It's not him, but someone who imitates. So take that with a grain of salt. Sure. James, what'd you read? So I read Alice in Leatherland from Black Mask. Come on, man. We can't be talking about sex books. We had a whole episode. We had two episodes about sex. And we're going to have a third one at some point. I know. <laughs> so, created by Ilana Zafanio and Elisa Ramboli. Um, it's also the writer and writer and artist, respectively. Uh, opens up with what a... Company? uh Black Mask. I'll make sure. So, what's really cool about this, it opens up with a uh, sample of uh, Alice's fairy tale. Alice is a writer uh, living in, I want to say, uh, California. She's living in California. Mm-hmm. Um... Who is a writer? She writes fairy tales for a living. Um, and her friend Robin, who's also every once in a while, um, is an artist. Um, she's kind of annoyed that she's not going to be um, illustrating the book for her this time because she has a, new, a big job in San Francisco. Um, so um, Alice ends up having this. She Alice is dating someone. Um, where Robin's kind of telling her, like, hey, you kind of get, have to get out of this, like, happily ever after, like, love nonsense, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work. Love isn't work. real, man, it's just a concept. You that know. Kind of stuff. No, 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 it's just that she's just, like, it just doesn't, like, you, you can't live in a fantasy of having to live this ever, happy ever after life and not just live for yourself. Just mm-hmm. live for yourself, not this, like, oh, every relationship's going to work out and it's happily ever after nonsense. And it says his pick of the week is Batman Zero Point. <laughs> of course he did. He's actually about it, like, of course. Of course it is. So, uh, what's really cool is that, uh, not cool, but Alice ends up going to meet her girlfriend, finding out that her girlfriend's cheating on her. Her girlfriend's also a complete bitch. <laughs> uh, which is crazy. Uh, also, do love the scene. This is my favorite. I'm going to see like my favorite. Cool tones. But I won't show, I'll show you because you can't see it. I thought it. that was a big sandwich. It's clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was holding a really big sandwich. I was like, I thought this was realistic. Why is she holding a big sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> That's 
throw it from far away and upside down, that looks like meat and bread. Sorry. <laughs> Big sandwich. Uh, so Alice decides to go out. So with what was your favorite scene that you were showing me? I'm oh, sorry. It's just, You're uh, packing all her stuff up? No, no. It's when she comes home from finding, uh, she's packing her stuff up. It's when she finds out, like, uh, when she finally like realizes that she's leaving. And everything's just. She yeah. trashes the entire place. Yeah, because she's like, she's they living with a girlfriend bitch. right now. Yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> your favorite part's the sandwich. The big sandwich. <laughs> uh, so her and Robin decide to go to San Francisco. Uh, they don't live with each other. No, because no, she's going to stay with her for a little bit so she can find her own place and get her own life. That's I know. That's, what, I yeah. know. That actually if I was moving live. with my friends they to California, I would try to live with them for the longer time. No, that's not, like, right, time no the whole point is just to, to, to be off on your own. On your own. I, I get it. So she's with her for a bit. It's weird. It just skips ahead because it's no, it makes no sense. Yeah, just the drone on this for a while. Yeah. You, need the, you need the plot going. Yeah, because a lot of it is like she's just annoyed with the town and not finding a place. Does she get pulled into a fairy tale? Like no. Okay, so it's a little bit more grounded than regular yes. Alice. So she ends up okay. she ends up looking and getting an apartment, uh, three bed. Oh, sorry, uh, a roommate, a private room in a three bedroom house. So private she ends room up in a three bedroom house. Okay. Yeah. So she ends up paying for it, and this is what she's greeted with. She's greeted with, oh no, oh no, wrestling gimps. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Don't spoil it. Hey man, he's got he's got pizza rolls. Yeah, don't spoil it. Cause this rolls. is cause all of this is the funny parts. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah, are her three, two to three roommates. That's her two roommates. That's her two roommates. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and she's like also writing this fairy tale book at the same yeah, with time the little, uh, with the little lightning bug. Yeah, yeah. I keep seeing the bug everywhere. That's awesome. So she's trying to figure out. Then it's, it's really cool because I do like it. It's, it's very realistic. Also very. Out, out there because what she ends up situation she ends up in it's totally possible it's California oh by the way did not realize these are that's a vibrator I thought that was a I thought, I thought that was a bean I know that's a vibrator I thought that was a bean no it's like, a here's a bean nope it's a sex thing <laughs> yeah they realize this, they did not realize all this yeah, when I saw it was called Leatherland I was like oh I knew about this, is, this yeah I didn't know about it I was like this um, is a sex book I actually look forward to this book because <laughs> um, it's funny because it's it's, yeah. it's it's comedy the fun, it's, it, it seems like a me book yeah it's a very situational comedy because it's a very sick comedy because it's it could this obviously like I said before California could totally happen even in New York it could yeah, happen it's just funny because <laughs> she's like oh I'm trying to write this this fun like kitty um fairy tale book like now my life's in shambles now I'm living in this sex room thing <laughs> Uh, it's definitely at the start of it. Like, it's a sitcom pilot. Yeah. Like, if this gets adapted, it's going to be like a fucking... Oh. And Netflix. Like, oh, I would love for this. Like, like and also, also the the, yeah. the two supporting characters in this, even though they are sex-driven, because one being a, uh, a, 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 dom, a dom and the other one being... The, the chick being... Um, one, the reason why she's dressed up like that, because she was in the middle of an art piece. Oh, she's a living those, art like, piece. model things. Okay. She's like a living art piece, but also like a dominatrix. Oh, my God. Awesome, yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait it's to read more. To look out for. Yeah, actually, this is kind of like a see again, one of these sleeper hits. All right, now, oh, oh what'd you give it? Give it a five. Now that we're talking about five out of five, now that we're talking about sins, let's yeah. pray those sins away with Way of X. Yes, it's an X report, but we're both doing it. So, X report. I'll do the full breakdown for you books, guys. You know, I did the full breakdown last week and I feel bad. That's fine. Uh, because you, you went in. So, <clears> this <throat> is a Nightcrawler heavy book. This is written by Sai Spur, up by Quinn. So it opens up with Xavier having Queen a dream. Is the full name? No, it's no. They have a first name. I can't find it. It's too deep in the book. It's not. It's four pages in. It's Bob Quinn. Oh, wow. Lazy sack. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was going through the breakdown anyway. So it opens up with Xavier having a nightmare with a character called the Patchwork Man. And no visible forehead. Sinister Diamond Wen. We're talking about it. I've been calling it. I can't We're wait talk- for that Sinister happens. Conquest. We're talking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so it then pops to Nightcrawler, Pixie, DJ, uh... Is that? Oh, that's Loa. 
And I think that's bling or... It's not bling. It's not bling. Uh, that is... I don't even tell you. Yeah, it's... Um, that is oh, it's blink. It's blink. 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 Oh, yeah, it is blink. You know what it is? You had and, to tell me who DJ was. Um, The reason why I didn't realize that was blink is because her design is a little bit different. It's very changed. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't... Uh, you didn't, I didn't know who DJ was initially. Yeah, he's and, dope. And we were talking about it, and, and I was like, why is this dude here? Why does he just do play music? And you're like, actually, mm-hmm. and he fucking flex on me, and each time he plays a different soundtrack, he gets different powers, yep. which is like a weird, like, tech, not techno, um, symphonic yeah. synchronicity, kind of like sync, but with actual with sound. music, yeah. That's really cool. It's really cool. So, it's like you get they shields are, and flight and stuff. Yep, they're going on a mission to infiltrate one of the Orcus's um, Which is like a hate group. Yeah. So Orcus has been the villain behind everything in um, they're the guys who, X-Men. They're the guys who House showed up and... In House of Powers. Yeah, they showed up and killed uh, Professor X in issue one of X-Force? No. That's... Um, Humani? Oh. Something like that. Either way, they're all tied to Orcus. They're okay. all tied to Orcus. Um, what's really cool is that they find this um, mutant like hate uh, museum. That also, but also you get these little uh, excerpts from what the, his Bible is going to be. Yeah, because Nightcrawler is tasked with making a religion for Krakoa. Yes. Not making, he kind of volunteered for it, but yes. he was kind of told to do it. And so, this book is explaining that whole situation. That journey. So, after fighting these guys and realizing how the kids really don't care in their fight. Well, uh, because we see, like, something crazy happen. Yeah, well, I won't spoil it. That's a, that was a good That's scene. That's the one spoiler we won't talk about, only yeah. because There's it's, a couple of things it's that fun. Talk about. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Nightcrawler like, realizes there's a problem with how the kids act. Because they all get resurrected. Yeah. So he feels like they they treat death as a, a joke. Um, They're literally live streaming it. They're like taking videos of it. Go, look how cool this is. Yeah. Like, um, what are you doing? They, uh, they show back up. I mean, these the, are the only kids that we've seen do it. The yes. new mutants take it pretty seriously, but that's because they're all a tight-knit yeah. group. Except for... Um, so Mondo. we show back up um, at the... Uh, at pretty much at Tiki Bar. Um, yeah, with Blob. <laughs> yeah, so they pretty much have taken one of the museum pieces and brought it back to Magneto. Like Magneto has a hard on the Tiki massive... Bar uh, sermon about how this is why it's uh, that's our past and why we should get past this and why we should work together. Man, he's kind of a prick in this one. Yeah, it's good though, but he need it needs it because he hasn't been a prick recently until this book, and they're like he's right. Simon Spider and it, it has like, it has the uh, Magneto. Uh, Nightcrawler kind of questions what he's trying to do here because mm-hmm. he goes, "Well, this is how you should be doing it." Magneto, everyone's kind of giving advice. Yeah. Um, and then we have this new character show up. I don't recognize nowhere. them. Uh, it's a brand new character. Okay, it's a brand new character. Yeah. Uh, so this woman shows up to, for looking to have. Uh, is trying to pick Nightcrawler for the Crucible. Yeah, because. But he doesn't realize she's trying to do that. Well, yeah, she just knows that Nightcrawler does it gracefully and nice because he's a kind person. The kindly one. Yeah. One of the kindly so ones. So she's like, oh, you can, you know, I can get my mutant powers back because I can die, but I, I need your help. And he doesn't pick up on it because he's super stressed. Yeah. So then it ends up being Magneto. Well, uh, yeah, and we'll get to and that. That's a whole. Next <laughs> up, we see uh, a little bit lower later with Nightcrawler. Uh, spying on Exodus' weird, like, little, like, cult thing he's been doing. His little children. He's teaching them that they can die and become come back, essentially. Yeah, like, and he's talking about the Crucible. He's talking about the Patchwork Man. And, but they keep bringing up the Patchwork Man. Yeah. He, 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 he gets you when you're pooping. Yeah, it, it, it does. <laughs> uh, it ends up, you end up then meeting into Nemesis, Dr. Nemesis. Who's got mushrooms on his head. Because he can. Genetic mutations, because he's like, fuck it. I can. He's like, if I die, I die. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't care. I'm just going to do it anyway. And then we got a fun infograph with him. And this entire he thing. He just goes, man. This I think is explaining how science can work with religion. And then we finally get back to the Crucible where they're cheering about this death of this woman and how badly she's dying, like how barbaric it is. It actually is really shocking when you... Oh, it's crazy. I was flipping through it. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, Magneto breaks apart a sword and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. He gets a little, a little nuts. Yeah. So, 
Um, it, 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 and this story kind of repeats the same thing. Um, how the mutants kind of like with Exodus showing how they favor this crucible story and and and, and zealify it. Watching the crucible and how people are are, are the cheering for your. You're definitely you're being brought back into But you have to be this. pretty much humiliated and killed. Well, yeah, because be you back. die and you, you accept yourself as a mutant or you leave as, as a human. human. And yeah. it's just like, I mean, if I had powers, I'd go, all right. I mean, I wouldn't, I would like to have Nightcrawler just like Kill me? cut my head off real quick or like stab me in the heart and die and not get like attacked yeah. by Magneto. No thanks. And the same thing. We can now go to the five where they're resurrecting the mutant that was killed in the crucible. He'll stab me in the brain. Um, like, okay. Explain how there's, there's a hypocrisy in the five with how people are, uh, how the, the, Five are revered. That's a, that's a practice I'll bring up at the yeah, end yeah. of this. Um, then you see the Patrick Command show up and Xavier explaining that to no male love mutant that he can't track and he bleeds exists. Um, we also so have you to have track down... Yes. Uh, the, Pat, the Patrick Command may be Legion or part of Legion. Who? Uh, who shows up in this book. Um, that's the character that uh, Cyspur was kind of hinting at on his live stream a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Showing up and joining the book. Um, because he hasn't been around for right. Um, and, and it's what Nightcrawler is um over blindfolds uh grave saying because he's like oh man it sucks that we can't get you because because he they don't understand why Cause, well because only the council knows about the precox isn't yeah. that on the council though yeah yes so he knows about the precox he knows, so yeah. he knows everyone knows big precox can't be he resurrected. knows yeah but he doesn't know why. why and it doesn't say they can't be resurrected it said they're on the very bottom yeah because he says there's a queue it'll come. Right. No, it won't. Um, so it's all about the... Like, so what's really cool about this book... We talked about the precogs and why they can't be way back in the day. Go check it out. Chess. But quick recap. They can see the future. And if X-Men fail, they don't want to see that. Right. Live in paradise for they can. So what's really cool about this book is that um, there is a lot of ideology... Uh, the methods of ideology... It's especially a huge book. Well, it book. makes sense. So you have one part of it, which is uh, Nightcrawler trying to reconcile his... Um, religion, his Catholicism. Because he was almost the Pope. He was almost the Pope. <laughs> That's a storyline, guys. That was an actual story. Climb Michael crazy. Um, with his his actual Catholicism, with the ideas of creating and living a car. Mm. Then you have the things of what a mutant religion would be. Would you find it around the idea of the Crucible and and being the survival of fist, a very apocalypse mentality, but given that you can forever live in paradise. But you have That's to kind of what it was. But you have to be tortured. Yeah, to Magneto do so. goes, "Do you want to live in paradise or do you want to go live with the humans, bro?" Right. Especially how with she looks, where her gravity powers are like all messing up. Yeah. And she, her body's all weird. Yeah. I'd be like, I mean, die. That's why she wanted to um become. She wanted to kill my Nightcrawler. Yes. Because she's a good boy. Yeah. So kill you, quick. you can do Stab that. In the brain. Or you can become like the children who don't revere anything. Because for them, it's, it's yeah, like Pixie, life unlimited. DJ, and them who's yeah, you have unlimited lives. Yeah, you might not come back immediately the next day, but you'll come back. Yeah, and you and and the hypo- but if you get if you get killed on a mission though, you come back fast. Right, and then you can either do it where you revere the five, and they're like gods on Krakoa. But how do you make a religion around five mutants that if the system fails, that's it? Dude, I would honestly love to live on Krakoa. I was thinking about it, dude. Just like. Not if I have to go through the You don't got to pay for anything. No. You, get, you get a free house. Yeah. You get to hang out with all your friends. You get to do your cool powers and no one's going to yell at you. Mm-hmm. You could you could leave Krakoa and go do stuff, but yeah. it's very frowned upon unless you're on a mission. Yes. But like, they got a tiki bar. They have people that bring it. Oh, I would, I would just love to go hang out on the beach all day. Of course. And I was reading Excalibur and they were talking about like Rogue and Gambit just like live together with their three cats and they just hang out and have sex. I was like, that sounds awesome. I would love to live on Paradise Island. Hit me up, dude. Hit me up with the Krakoa knowledge. Which is crazy about Krakoa, like I said. Like, what makes this book so good is that it is kind of the look of... <laughs> yeah, well, it's the look at how um, 
religion can be formed and and how and 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 the, the ways it can actually be created and and, and shapes and takes because of I, certain ideologies like the whole thing about the five they're revered as gods but they are just mutants just like them with nothing better the only reason why they work because so well egg is, well <laughs> no it's because the, the five of them work well together yeah because they all each use they their need powers. each other yeah um, hope doesn't need anybody but she does because she's cool. well she amplifies everyone else yeah you know so you have that, but then you have things like the Crucible, like, oh, well, it's, it's my way to get resurrected. So all the people, all the mutants that were former mutants because of M-Day now have a chance to become mutants again. Yeah. But a couple characters like but that. But are you okay with sacrificing your, literally sacrificing yourself in literally. a blood arena? And also, like, if you didn't die prior to that, but because, you know, mumbo-jumbo, Marvel Universe, you die, come back. If yeah. you never died before that in your life, yeah. and then you die there, you're like, oh, I'm dead, I'm not my real self anymore. Am I my own person? That's kind of also what Nightcrawler is going in about. Like, yeah. when you die... Are you really you? Because Nightcrawler, I know he's died twice. Because yeah. he died for real. Yeah. Back in the day, and they brought him back recently. And then he died on the mission in House of House uh, of Powers. Yeah, where, to, to explain yeah, the whole resurrection yeah. protocol. But like before that, you know, he's like, I already know what death is. Like it sucks. He's like, yeah. it's crazy, and these kids are treating it like it's nothing. Yeah. And it just goes against everything that we've been talking about for years and years and years. And then yeah. just. But like, think about it, like it, it, I know I said before like I would love to live on Krakoa and I would and I also said I would like to like oh man if I didn't have my powers because I got taken away because of Scarlet Witch and no more mutants yeah just like I would have to I, I would want my powers back and live with my people yeah and then just I would just die but like or if I never died before now I just give away my life and what if all this backfires and Sinister ends up going everyone that was made through the cloning process can melt at the flip of my switch and you just fucking die like. This, we don't know what's going on. Right, and that's the whole thing. That's so, why there's no precogs. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, what, what makes this book so good is that there is a thought process behind him f- creating his own religion and his own questioning the doubt of Krakoa as a society. Well, we already know there's people, there's the ways to doubt Krakoa. Krakoa is very suspicious. Yeah, it's very sus. It's very but sus. I didn't want to say sus because I said fire a couple times, but it's very sus. Mm-hmm. Well, you said it. I'll let you, yeah. It's very sus. Yeah. And we know you got a fucking crystal on your head. Tell us Hickman or Jerry Duggan. Let us know, know. there's a sinister crystal. So yeah, there's so, one scene where it kind of looks like there isn't, but that's because the artist had to draw a reflection. There's a fucking crystal on his head. You can't tell me there's <laughs> not. No not. one sees him without the helmet on. No one does, except for Doug at the beginning. But that might have been right before he got it. Also, um, Magneto and Moira do. One. Do they though? Yes, but the, but he's a telepath, so he can make illusions. Exactly. Cover it up. He can be hiding it, yeah. or they know and they just don't care. Because yeah. Magneto's like, well. This is the first time we've ever really worked together properly, so I'll just take it and Mara doesn't know, probably. Yeah. So, uh, like I said... So like, I'll die and make sure he doesn't do it later. Yeah, sure. Because her powers is infinite lives. Yeah. As opposed to what she has. Science Question. And yes. Question. So. If Moira dies, mm-hmm. can she be resurrected? Yeah. But will be she be the same Moira? Nope. Or will she be a different Moira? Or will she be a baby when she gets resurrected? So... If Moira was to die in our in our world, we would never. If if the series was continuing from like her point of view, we would never know. So if she died and got resurrected like through the five process, um, she would just come back as Moira. But we, again, they don't also their but world. Like what body? Because like what brain would she come in? Because in one of them she lived, and she died an old lady. In one of yep. them she lived and died. She would come out what, stuff. The problem is that because no one knows she's a mutant besides Xavier and Magneto, um, they would have to spoil that. They would have to like reveal that she was a mutant this entire time. Is that why she's not on Krakoa really? She lives in Krakoa. She has her own room in Krakoa. Oh, so they know she's a mutant. They just don't know The residents don't know. They're, no. They don't Only know Xavier and Magneto know Why is she allowed to live on Krakoa? Or is she, she like in hiding? She's in hiding. Oh, okay. Because she's a mutant. She's running Krakoa. Oh, like in the background. Her and Magneto, and that's the whole thing. Her, Magneto, and, and Xavier run Krakoa in this like, even like small cabal to fear them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 
if Moira dies, we don't know if she'll we come don't know back, or if we don't happen. know if she'll come back in a different lifetime. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. That would be something to really, you know, figure out. Maybe that's why the Moira McTaggart book got canceled, because Hickman was like, this would be cool, and then he's like, it's too complicated. but how? Yeah. yeah okay. But no, this is, like I said, this book is really cool. I like the, the, the idea of theology being formed in a new modern society. Um, the art's I like, kick-ass. I love the art. I love it. It's like focusing with Nightcrawler, the most religious character, and he has doubts of Krakoa, which is like, because the Krakoa doesn't really get a lot of spotlight, but when no. it does, it's always really It's good. really cool. And Even I also the like the Claremont book that came out in 2016 mm-hmm. with Ed Guinness. Yeah. <sighs> Oof. But so also, like I said, like the one, one of the big parts about this is that he was a character that was like, because the whole religion, I'm going to form religion thing, came from him. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to form religion. Because he was so, because after the Crucible and watching He's the mutants be born kid. and everything. It was. It was. It's actually really cool to see where he's like. Yeah, I'm going to do this and going. And a lot oh, of the infographs. I'm going to do this. A lot of the infographs, besides the, the nemesis ones and the Magneto stuff, is him like, all right, how do I do this? Yeah. A lot of the infographs of Nightcrawler figuring out religion, which yeah. is really cool. It's really cool. Because he's like, do I base it off Christianity? Do I base it off Hinduism? Like, what am I doing? Do I, yeah, we do have I, resurrections, like well, Indian I, cultures. Yeah, but, but how we also do I, have like a god. Yeah, like do we? How is do we, it Moira? Like, yeah. Is it sinister? <laughs> sinister. Sinister is my god. Is it egg? This is my god. Is this it is, gold balls? No, a t- we need you t shirt. This is this is my god. <laughs> t shirts. Make those t shirts. All right. So, yeah, uh, like I said, <sighs> I'm giving this book a five out of five. So, my, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great book. All right, James, close us out. All right, guys, you can, thanks for listening. Head over to our website, androidcomics.com, to check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram at androids underscore comics, the podcast Instagram, Androids Amazing Podcast, and Twitter, Androids Comics, for up to date news. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. And so, always support your local comic shop and have a nice day. Peace.